0: And welcome back once more, once again, to WTF and Vanadeel. Now where am I going to bring chicks to fuck when my mom's home? With Spicy and... Never gonna dance again, Brahms. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. (laughs) Exactly. And this is episode 55, Who the Fuckin' Vanadeel is Brahms. And today we're going to talk about, you guessed it, this other guy you've never met or heard about before. Yeah, who is this guy? So you've been an early listener of the show, or...
1: I think
0: I I think I think came in probably midway, like, around, like, 2025. 2025. Oh, you mean episode... Tw- I'm thinking... I'm like, it's 2021, damn you. I wrote this song a long time ago. A very long time oh, ago. Oh, shit. We're dropping Chappelle references already. And the record might skip, might skip. So... For those who don't know Brahms, he's uh, been part of our Discord and stuff like that, but he's also done the Community Paladin Guide on BG, most notably, and he plays Paladin. And, I mean, he's going to tell us everything else about himself, because you are the special filler episode between Sea Cookies and Simping. I get to proceed Simping, yay! (laughs) It's better to to proceed it than proceed it. Wah-wah. Although there is, it's kind of sad though, because uh, we recorded, so this is uh, day three out of three of the the podcast marathon, uh, Never Again 2021, please, no more uh, edition. Uh, And Simping was recorded two days ago, Uh, Fox and I recorded 53 yesterday, and uh, the Cecil stuff is back. She uploaded all these pictures and all, uh, you know, everyone's talking, oh, Cecil's back at it again after like a decade which i'm sure has not been kind to her line of work and no offense and uh it just you came may, to mind
1: you definitely may have to explain that one to me because I, I i don't think i know about uh,
0: that uh, simple i mean cecil uh goes back in time to 2010 so the thing is uh lucifer goes you guys had to have had her in there right and it's like no we did not include this person in the simping episode because why would we have done that but now that a day later at a dollar short or a donut short depending on how you like that one uh now now it comes up it's like ah oh, how could we forget the legendary simping so cecil back what is it 2010ish something like that on auction house back when auction house was popping like you know a free downloads in 20 uh you know 2002 or something like a site that offered free downloads uh back then she was posting cosplay But it was like, you know, uh, if you've ever seen Gurren Lagann, it's like the Yoko cosplay where it's very scantily clad or, frankly, underboob and stuff like that. And she was selling nudes and just, you know, she was constantly uploading pictures to Auction House because the world... This
1: sounds oddly familiar, actually. Yeah,
0: well, it's it's infamous on the Auction House community. The world was her... uh, was her, you know, Facebook at the time, and she just put them everywhere and, you know, that kind of thing. An attention whore, if you will. A cosplaying attention whore. I'm sure she may be a nice person. I do not know her. I don't want to be too harsh. But that's the way everyone felt, for the better part. But it was... You can go to her uh, Cecil, C-S-I-L, Lakshmi uh, profile page, and you'll just see all the, the hardcore simping there of... I don't know. I probably should have pulled that up. If I pulled that up... um we would have the glorious comments just to, you know, give everyone a teaser to next week's episode as this is recorded. Uh, you know, sorry to cut in on your, your time here, Brahms, but uh symphony ain't easy.
1: I mean, totally respecting the listener's time.
0: Oh, ah, yeah, totally. Everyone wants to hear these. these. You see, this is, this is the pre-show addendum. You know, we're, we're working a weird time travel space here where we get to get to fix these things. Oh, apparently there's one on Asura. That's not what I want. Here we go. Yep, it was 2010. Early 2010. We have the top one here. You make me want to move to your server. And wow, you are extremely beautiful. You have some great pics. I love it. Good job, hee hee happy face. Oh boy. Oh boy.
1: Oh, that, that that's uh, that, that's cringe right there. Just
0: wanted to say you're a gorgeous Y-O-U-R. You're a gorgeous girl with some very pretty cosplays. Really like the pics happy face. Kinda no, no D there kinda makes me wish I could pull off cosplays. Lol, well. you're a beauty, and all I must say, have a good day. No period. Oh, this is no, oh, this is trailing off a of fox. No period. No space period. No nothing. Just, just, just stuff. Um, <laughs> just stuff everywhere here. I don't give a damn what others say. You're y o u r e, um, beautiful and. You got a knack for cosplay, more power to you, in Before White Night, lol. It's just, there's there's a lot of comments on this page, a a lot of them, and I think that gets the gist, but, uh, sorry we forgot to include the legendary XI simping here. I, I think, I can't think of any one person in this game's history that has had as many people simp on them as, uh, just as Cecil, so, uh, that's, I guess, what you get when you when you're an attention whore but hey so back to you brahms how do you feel about all that
1: i mean that's just i mean if that's just what they that listen they, if that's their thing let, let let them do it they'll eventually burn out and just nobody's paying attention to them and then they'll go back to wherever
0: that whatever they did before have you never understood as long as there's boobs people will pay attention
1: I mean, I got an LS member who who uh, jokes about selling footpicks, but I'm sure there's plenty of people who who would pay for them.
0: Hasn't that come up before in the Discord in some manner? Or I, this footpick thing has has been? It's not the first time I'm hearing about this footpick thing.
1: I mean, I think it was a trend on on OnlyFans, to be honest with you. I
0: think it's been a trend outside of OnlyFans, to be honest with you. <laughs>
1: it it just oh, it just always comes up. I I'm I'm pretty sure it just it just there's always somebody. It's like I, you got some pretty toes.
0: Hey girl, the way those wrinkly feet curl up just makes me go ooh. Uh, the cringe. We, I've started off early here with uh, which shall certainly be a, a great episode. So thank you for joining for this this momentous occasion, Brahms. Appreciate you coming on. You cut out there, but I guess you meant any time. So tell us about yourself, so we know who you are. Oh, well, um,
1: I mean I'm a long time FFXI player. I mean I've been playing since basically launch. I could have sworn I played on beta, but it was probably at my friend's house a long time ago when I was still in high school. Um Way before Chappelle I'm... had two kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Playing on playing on a computer on on a fifty six k modem, those are the days. Mm. But anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm on uh, currently on Bahamut. Uh, my main, I mean, I'm I'm on Bahamut, and uh, you know, just kind of hanging out and not uh, tr- trying to and trying to keep this trying to keep this server from going uh from going to uh Merc
0: Merc culture. Oh, it's going there, especially now that the server's been full for what now has been the course of a month of episodes, apparently, but uh, has only been in the real time span of about a week or so. (laughs) Uh, With that filling up, I'm sure you guys are getting even more of it. So, I mean, but besides, that's not going to go away. You're going to have to start using the shout underscore ML. And recently on Auction Us, there was the bump uh, of the extra blacklisting uh, add-on someone had made kind of off the back of, it, it kind of seemed like a bit of a, uh, you know, a uh, uh, fuck you to Chia's fuck uh fuck you dot Lua or fuck off Lua, yeah. Uh, because this one was a uh, chat filter without having to edit the Lua was the title. It's like, okay, uh, that's nice. But and on another hand, uh, Chia should have made theirs better. They slapped it together and did not bother. And people really needed what they provided, obviously. Otherwise, they wouldn't have slapped it together. So come on, Chia, why why are you dropping the ball?
1: I mean, there's there's at least four different uh, chat the chat filter like add-ons and whatnot at this point so I I only wear sure three that, i'm of sure them. there's gonna i'm i'm almost positive like there's four i I think i remember seeing a thread on auction house maybe two months ago somebody making one that's supposed to be hyper customized
0: hmm hyper customized generally not always the the greatest thing it needs to work it needs to be simple and work i want to add name done that's all i need hyper customized well i mean for for filtering Maybe if someone's knowledgeable enough to edit, but people aren't going to change that. You can't release something that's going to. That's what I like about the Shout ML is it learns behavior. So if it's missing it, it's nice if it get an update, and that's its Achilles heel. But otherwise, it, no one's going to configure. I mean, it does have options to configure sensitivity, which you'll have to dial in over time. But once you do that, it's just kind of set. Oh yeah, most definitely. But that's what the world's come to. But you're on Bahamut with uh, Robozon and
1: with Zan, uh with and I guess I can just take take a moment now to just shout out to uh to the LS that, that that I had started uh Reverie and um I mean Zahn's there Inuyasha's there Niel's there
0: Inuyasha's there is it like you know the the distant cousin of the guy who fought Naraku or
1: I think so I mean the, their avatar looks like uh ha- has the white hair and the in the ears so I'm I'm, I'm guessing.
0: Wow. What do you do when Inuyasha is taken? You make Inuyasha. That's uh, that's 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 deep. That's deep. Could have just added an X I to the end of it too, man. That would have that would have done it. What happened? You dropped out for a second. You're on your phone. We probably should have. Eh, we'll, we'll just wing it. It'll be fine. <laughs> so that's is, why
1: I'm by the seat of my pants.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm just gonna get on my phone instead of using this or that. It'll be fine. I'm like, okay. And then uh, and then I'm like, oh, you actually sound better this way. So let's just run with that. So, uh, I'm only concerned with, like, if the phone screen goes off, it'll automatically make disconnect you through a certain time. You know, that kind of, We probably should have, you know, not typical that I have to instruct people on phone use, because we typically don't have phones in the thing, but we'll just, we'll let it run. Uh, so, um, your Paladin guiding, how did you, or I mean, or Reverie, talk about your link shell. There's a lot of different ways we can go with this. Uh, you shot out your link shell, so might as well stay on that for a second. Like when did you make it? What does it do? Is it you know looking for people, et cetera?
1: Oh, so uh, I've I've always enjoyed the I've always had a, a for some reason. Oh yeah, that's right. So I named the link shell reverie. It's it's always been just a favorite little word of mine. I mean, it basically means daydream, but it's it's more or less a a social link shell that I where I can just kind of take a moment and try and catch some of the uh, newer and returning players that have been coming to Bahamut recently try and catch them before they hit some of the other link shells that that I find questionable and before they give them bad advice and tell them to go make a summoner to go solo ambuscade on or so buy everything. <laughs> yeah. And and go buy anything. And then, you know, like you can only use summoner to go and to do Aonic runs. It's like, no you don't. You really don't. It's
0: super easy to not use I, I prefer not to use summoner for it just because it's super easy to do it. I mean I guess the best part of summoners is that you don't have the job change, and that saves time. So I, I guess that's the draw there anymore, but I just, I don't have fun doing that, so why would I? And I don't, I mean, I don't make Aonics often anyway, because why would I need to make extra Aonics for jobs I don't play, so.
1: Yeah, more or less. I mean, I invited some people on, on Discord from, from, well, from the WTF Discord, and I was like, hey, listen, uh, if you're considering coming over to Bahamut, I got a pearl for you. So, and that's
0: pretty much how, how I started building the oh, link shell. Is it in the concierge or, because Bahamas is becoming a popular destination, so I don't know if people are looking for a social shell and want to join yours or?
1: Yeah, it's definitely on the, on the concierge. I, I, I usually check at least once a week, like all three that they're that in the main cities and try to keep it stocked. Um, I have a pretty open door policy about, about people coming in and, and whatnot. And for the most part, I haven't really had any problems.
0: That's good. Give it some time. Bahamut's going to be the, the new Asura.
1: Oh, it definitely will be. I mean, two of the, uh, two of
0: the, the JP shotters have uh, come back. Ooh, that's never a good sign. So you've been playing since launch. You've been playing the whole time through. Or are you like Fox who took a break for like eight years?
1: I mean, I, I rage quit about twice, but it was pretty much for the same reason both times. It was the first time it was when at the announcement of Abyssia when they said that they were lifting the level cap.
0: And oh, you were sea cookies. oh.
1: Yeah, I mean, I came back six months later anyway, so I oh, ended up okay. playing through all of Abyssia. And then uh, the second time was, you know, post, post-Abyssia era when they announced Al, and I, and, and, and I went through the same exact, and I did the same exact thing. I went, I don't want to play anymore. They lifted the level cap again. Fuck this shit. Ah!
0: So, yeah, <laughs> that seems like a reasonable response. So you, (laughs) and anytime the level cap goes up for you, you get really upset and got to get over it before you get back to having fun, right? Yeah, pretty much. And that wasn't an isolated thing. That happened a lot with people just, you know, flipping out because what they had come to know know was just, you know, gone. And, you know, for some people, they need that uh, sort of stability of not having unknown factors injected into their uh, experience.
1: I mean, I might have posted about this in, in the Discord, but yeah, just, I mean, honestly, I really did have fun during the Abyssia era and even during the Void Watch and Void Watch era and even into the beginnings of Adolin, Like, those were some of the, those were actually some of the most fun
0: periods of the game for me. So, Bahamut is interesting as well as Odin because with the deal with the Syrah still, which I expect they will fix, but of course, this is SE. So maybe next year they'll fix it. Who knows? The longer it goes on, the more interesting this is going to get. Because Bahamut and Odin, I even recall, back in 09? Had, uh... Yep, 2009. They were full of capacity, and they offered free transfers off the server. And I had met players, instead of playing with players, who were like, yeah, we came from Bahamut because it was free, to Asura. And I'm like, oh, welcome, that's cool. And it was not like... uh, Asura was more popular than it was today because Pandemonium had merged into it and like the game had more players in general, but you would find uh refugees and the merging came later, but you'd find refugees before that from bahamut coming to other places.
1: So was that a part of the first uh mergers or was it the second one actually?
0: Mm, first mergers for Asura, they were part of the first mergers with Pandemonium, the second tier of mergers, I don't remember which servers those were, but it was not mine, and mine was in the first one, which was like March twenty ten or something.
1: Okay, that, that sounds about right. Because I, I was just thinking that, you know, like that there was probably some link to, you know, the, the Muhammad and Odin essentially being
0: at full capacity. Their full capacity was different from our full capacity now because now they had legitimate too many players running around, where we have just a lot of bots running around and, and uh, character names that are banned taking up all of the available space. Oh no, definitely, definitely. I,
1: I, I, what I mean is that the, that uh, the come to Asura campaign happens sometime around then. Is what is what I'm getting at.
0: Oh, I, I wasn't aware of. I, that's actually a good question. Of when did that start? I don't know because I know that I came into that around 20. I don't know if it was post Adeline or pre Adeline where I was just telling everyone just to come over to Asura. And my, it probably was post Uh I know it was definitely around the time everyone was doing it on Reddit, so it was already in full effect, and I kind of just came onto it, but I came onto it in a way where it's like, yeah, I'll put this in all the guides, and people will do it because I said it. And it had, I think it had a measurable effect. I, <laughs> I assume it did. I, th- I think so. That's why I took it off the guides. I'm like, what have I done? But no, this is what has everyone else done. It's, you know, not me. It's them. It's not me. It's you
1: all the bot armies getting banned and then taking up character spaces
0: speaking of bot armies that yavon person is uh they've had their thread of i'm gonna report everyone to the task force uh they have had that removed for now like the eighth time they say and they've uploaded again it is on page one now two posts in they've uploaded all their their screen captures of of reporting people so that's 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 good that's that's good to see that people are unhealthily invested in into very, very odd, persistent activities involving botting. But hey, if Essie would do something, then
1: maybe this person could get some help. I mean, if that's what they want to do, let, let them. I mean, they'll just keep removing it.
0: you got to be really... They've made new characters because they've been banned. you, you got to be really invested to keep going to the official forums and getting banned and getting your threads removed and just keep doing it. And to also report constantly, because he has to report... Every time, and take a screenshot, and, and then upload it, and it just it's like there's a lot of work involved overall, and in the the you know constant mechanisms of doing this, like every day this guy posts. So uh, I don't know what he has in terms of free time, but if SE could ban some of these bots for this guy, he probably could uh, could we go outside or something? And
1: he's on a I mean, I mean the JP Purity Brigade is still going, trying to report people. So
0: yeah, well maybe they'll listen to them, but I think that's Vaughn on a sura. I think that's that person's name, V H O N. I'll have to see if I ever see them running around. I'll be like, wow, you got free time to do everything. <laughs> so your first job and everything when you got into this game, because you've been here forever. Has it changed over time? What's your give us the whole timeline of stories here besides Rage Quit Twice?
1: Okay, so let's see. I mean
0: uh, let's
1: see. So I I've always been I've always been orria I've always been an Elvin. Uh are you a male, Elvin? Yep, I sure am. Craning yeah. neck and everything. Yes, 3A. <laughs> no
0: one knows actually, what that means yet. So.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I have the uh, least used Elvin male face, which
0: is face A, uh, hair type B. So that's, so that's the old man Elvin. Well, at least you have an ab. You just need a few more and you'll have abs. Or maybe it's an abscess. I don't know. Or an abject. Oh <laughs> I walked right into that one.
1: Uh, yeah, my my first my first job was Thief. I oh, I've always
0: I've always had a soft spot for,
1: for, for Thief.
0: But like I don't know why. I always come back to it. Yeah, Fox wouldn't know why either because he finds Thief to be a pointless shot. But one of these days, I need like like 8k more by Tetsu, I think, at this point, but one of these days Maybe seven-ish I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna whip out that thief right in front of him and, and i'm gonna be very extra medium and he's gonna be like wow that's extra medium i thought it'd be you know medium rare in terms of uh you know satisfaction so but hey check out these sneak attacks son check out this stacking
1: <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong like i can see how dancer can be a little bit it can be better as a job but just I mean, I've played it forever, like, at this point. Like, it's it's hard for me to just be like, yeah, I'll, I'll play Dancer now. No, no, nah, I'd, I'd rather just play Thief. It's it's
0: it's just what I know. It's like an old pair of boxer shorts, moth holes and all.
1: I I just... Just another Chappelle Show reference. He wears underwears with, with dick holes, holes in them.
0: them. Uh, you know how old you have to be to enjoy Chappelle Show, uh, or to quote it. That is... That's the player-hater's ball, which is one of the greatest skits, and that is one of the most quotable lines in all of Chappelle's show, As she wears underwear with dickholes in the front. That was a reference to Rosie O'Donnell. So, you could tell all old that was. But, <laughs> go, go on with the thiefing.
1: Oh, man. I mean, I took thief to about 60, and I think it was, yes, yeah, I took the thief to about 60, and um, <clears throat> I mean, I I was I was one of those weekend warrior players? Like I only really played on the weekends, so it it was a it was a good year before I actually even hit that.
0: It took me a long time too, cause thief was on a job. People there'd be certain camps back in the day where people would pick a thief for closing a skill chain for a black mage to magic burst freeze off of. Like we're talking some uh, sneak attack, trick attack, uh, viper bite shit for a distortion, and having. <laughs> and having a a black mage magic burst freeze or something but there'd be certain camps where people will take a thief for that sort of purpose like we want thief because we're fighting pink birds which would come much later of course or you know we want this for this skill chain Be other times they they don't want thief at all uh a time later on because i played toau era they didn't want thief for imps i could not i hit like uh 67 and i could not get another party because you level up back then there was no level sync and stuff so you level up to a certain point and the mobs become crap xp because someone in the party's higher you had to like find people around your level and the role was about two people if you were desperate you'd do three very rarely four if you just could not get anything going but more like you wanted ever want to be the same level and level sync was awesome for that but also came past that but people only wanted thief for certain camps so it took forever to level thief up but compared to like white mage or i don't know something else like like samurai or something
1: yeah i used to just make all my own parties but by that point like once the toau era came around because i was like yeah i'm not gonna sit and wait for people to like ask me and i don't feel like soloing so let me just you know make the party myself and
0: they can't kick me now. The only way thief could have sold back then would have been spamming those bloody bolts, man, and maybe an adventuring fellow to help out. Oh, it was oh that was just like that that was my jam actually. It still would have been a very arduous task to do that. It would not have been not have been great. But also back then, to further dovetail off that, if you were a thief in the party, even as leader, and someone didn't like your setup or would check you and didn't like your gear. Be Like, I'm leaving this party, we have a gimp thief or something. The people would just join and leave your party, they would just that. That was like that was not uncommon,
1: yeah. But back then, you could actually ruin someone's reputation, like, yeah, don't party with this person,
0: yeah. That the back in the good old days of uh BG player warning threads, but yeah, thief was probably my favorite job, like starting off. Um,
1: I actually ended up uh stopping at 60. I think by that point, TOAU was being announced, and I started leveling dragoon. And this, was... Hmm. yeah, I started leveling dragoon, and that was well after the the pentathrust uh, <clears throat> the pentathrust debacle. Yeah, which is funny because everybody always says like it it was the hurt dragoon, is like, but samurais were the ones that were actually abusing it, and monks were the ones who were abusing assurance
0: fists. So it's like yeah dragoon just kind of got hit harder because of it so for everyone not acquainted with this because this was like 2005 this was a long time ago you know this is 16 years ago it was the issue was people were getting tp back on their weapon skills based on weapon delay i believe right
1: Yep, some people
0: were using their dynamis weapon, which yep. which had nine 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 delay. And you'd get you'd be able to do nothing besides spam weapon skills. So even with back then, weapon damage being one was nothing like it is today. That was not it was you didn't want it. But uh, when the weapon damages were at that point, where like what uh, seventy compared to like the hundreds we have now, it was not nearly as big of a deal. And you get to spam weapon skills nonstop when. People weren't even capping haste and stuff back then, so to be able to do nothing but weapon skill when you can't TP for shit was, was absolutely broken, and of course SC fixed that. Oh,
1: it was definitely broken. I mean, you got full TP return on, on each hit, so you're basically going right back to 100 TP.
0: So did you move to Dragoon next, or were you just Thief and...
1: So, uh, I think by the time TOAU came out, I had level Dragoon. Uh, Dragoon was actually my first 75, and then... I think at this point the XP caps had been lowered, so I came back to Thief and I took that to seventy-five, and that was when I, the that that's when the the addiction really started kicking in because it was like, well, I'm gonna level this job too, and I'm gonna level this job too.
0: Uh, so you're you're a mini Fox Danger.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So speaking of mini Fox Danger, do you do all jobs then, or do you also think that? Warrior is a worthless job because it overlaps too much with everything else, and I don't think he thinks it's worthless. He just thinks it's redundant. Uh,
1: Warrior is just boring for me. Okay, I, so I, I don't, I don't enjoy doing Savage Blade like everybody else does. Like, oh. sure, it, it's it's nice doing cap damage, but you know what? I'd rather have a different. I'd rather
0: have weapon variety. You know, that was my next question. Was going to be do you nailing all the things? <laughs> Hell no! Starting into a game of guess who? It's going to be like, are you the Fox Danger? Does he have an air conditioner at thirty-eight degrees? I know, it's Fox. Can you guess who? It's a mystery. So Can you
1: guess who? Do you have a clue? <laughs> uh
0: killed the thief in the living room with the long time it takes to level by Colonel Mustard. Um, so was there a favorite job you ever settled on besides was it, I guess Paladin or
1: Well, I mean it's it's changed over the years. I mean i I've, I've I've been I've loved Thief for, for, for some for I've lo, I always loved Thief. Uh Dragoon was was probably my second one. Uh Dark Knight became my main job after a while. Um so that's like Dark well, I still play Dark Knight now and it's basically one of my three big jobs. Um I actually do enjoy playing White Mage, believe it or not. Like, like one of the rare players that actually one of the rare players that actually enjoys playing it. Um and then of and then, of course, there's Rune Fencer, and, that, and that's basically Dark Knight, White Mage, and, and Rune Fencer are my, are my three big jobs, and I still play Thief, among other
0: things. I've always kind of enjoyed Thief. I liked Thief because I liked uh, Riku and 10. I guess this is simping. Um, but no, I liked, I liked <laughs> the, uh, the attitude. I've always enjoyed those, those bubbly fuckheads because I am a bubbly fuckhead deep down inside. <laughs> tossing bombs and everything and i just enjoyed like like the Albed spoke a different language like like all the little minor things and um sid and the airship like all the things that were tied to riku and like there's like the first character that saves you and it's like, like you, you build a bomb with that character in that game as the first you know so i thought riku was cool i liked the, the ability to steal and just all that kind of stuff uh so uh i chose thief as well and you know course did not work out great for me because no one respects the thieves
1: no, nobody still still
0: nobody respects the thief. It's like yeah, th and then go f k go a f k. Depending on how well the thief is geared, historically, I remember seeing thief run away sometimes with parses against things that they had no business winning the parse on. Uh, in... Oh,
1: before the Ruta's buff. I mean, excuse me, nerf. No, died. after the
0: Ruta's nerf. I'm talking like bringing thief to. Um, something like Koryu, and they will take if invincible or perfect dodge happens they will take that or dread spikes they can steal if they're not dead already but generally it's for the uh, uh, invincible or perfect dodge because when you're fighting that and you have you know absolute terror and everything going on and you know it, it it makes things a lot better to have that available to you but also to do a good deal of damage and also to help with hate uh, it it was—it's a great job, I think, to melee burn for Corio, and if Corio isn't you know too easy for everyone already, uh, but back then especially when it was not, and something people would sometimes struggle with, uh, that was a job that was great to have, and, and Thief's got a lot of merits to it for that. Not that this is going to be a secret Thief episode, but you know Thief doesn't get the respect it deserves.
1: I mean, that's one of the things I really genuinely love about this game is the variety of, of you know jobs and their abilities that that are tied to them, and just. There's always another way to do something. Like you you don't like there isn't just one method or like one method to the madness, so so to speak. And it's just like, yeah, you know what? I, I feel like using my Ranger today, or I feel like using my black Mage today,
0: or I feel like using my warrior today. I feel like recording podcasts every day and not having time to ever play today. You know, but they also say that variety is the spicy of life. Oh I take all of you, the all of the gratuitous thanks that I can receive for that, I, I will take all the donations. So, why is now a good time to play? Do you think, or I mean, are there still more to your journey here? Or I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get off your journey if it's been too soon. I, I kind of have a tendency to, to pinball around too much. So, where, what do you still want to go on? I'll let you take this back.
1: Well, I'm, I'm pretty much in a, I'm in a reasonably stable spot, and I don't see myself. Uh, unsubbing anytime soon. Um, and I mean I'm I'm kind of just kinda like funk. I'm actually doing the mastery rank thing. So even though I'm doing it a little at a slower pace than other people right now. But I mean honestly I think that right now is a great time to be playing. I mean the content creation, at least in my personal opinion, is at a is at an all time high um for how few people there are in the community and how small it is um compared to like let's say ten, fifteen years ago. But even still, like there's Plenty of people who are just doing YouTube videos, doing tutorials, doing streaming, retail, of course, and just, you know, posting on the forums, posts, uh doing edits on the wiki, you,
0: you, you name it. I don't know about edits in the wiki. I think back then you had more sheer volume of people doing random edits, but I think in terms of quality, uh, the quantity, the quality is certainly up for BG because that's, you know, other ones, dead wiki. But yeah, I have to agree that. Uh, I mean, it's also a a young internet sort of thing because back then, uh, YouTube was new and so was various recording softwares and and Twitch wasn't a thing and Discord wasn't a thing and the infrastructure to make content creation uh more numerous and, and something you can actually encounter more is there nowadays. So if you are into that kind of thing, like like this this podcast, ooh, this is I don't like calling myself a content creator. Is that is that weird?
1: No, I don't
0: think that is. That's, and I mean, what did you
1: have back then? You had, you know, Blogspot. You had LiveJournal. <laughs> we still have
0: Final <laughs> Fantasy sites for those two that have somehow not been shut down. I don't know how they're still floating around the net, but there they are. I mean, hell, even I had a LiveJournal. Wow. Okay. Talk about it. Yeah. that I was,
1: I was cringy. I, I was cringy beyond belief. Like, holler at your boy.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe a little more details. I, I don't know if that'll that'll kill me there, but let's let's see. Can it get worse? Oh, so, I mean,
1: I, I, I was pretty aimless about, about mine. It was just kind of a, a daily, not even a daily, like a weekly journal of just like, well, here's what I did this, this week. And, you know, I, I, I do, I'm making progress. And then I would end my post with holler at your boy. So you're kind of like us. <laughs> Except yeah. we, we yeah. do it with voice i mean it was bad i could probably still find it in an internet search i'm sure i'm sure it still exists
0: uh otherwise i think someone might find it i think maybe perhaps someone like funk or lucifer or or someone uh we'll, we'll oh, type God. that in yeah someone's gonna dig for that now if not i might even and i think we're gonna have to holler at that boy
1: <laughs> i i remember i took it up maybe like 10 years ago just to like just, just to point out, like, yeah, I, I, I did this, and this time of the game was was bad
0: for me. I was bad. So, when you got upset with the level cap going up, and then you came back six months later when you calmed down from your timeout, did you come around to the game and realize that? I mean, I guess you couldn't have realized at that point because you did it again anyway. But realize that you talked about the variety of the game and just appreciating it for how it is and. And it's not, Did you come around to accept it like, yeah, this is the way it is now, but do I still enjoy what was there? Is that gone? Oh, it's still there. I'll stay and play. Or what, what's the deal there?
1: So I think, um, I mean, that, that time is a little blurry for me, but I mean, from what I, I mean at the time. So yeah, I had a cooling off period and I thought, you know what, I'm going to come back to the game. I'm going to see how it's going. Uh if anything, I'll be stronger. I'll still be able to do the old same old content. I just won't need an alliance or a party of six to do it. And, you know, lo and behold, I could go into dynamis and you know solo my my, my relic armor on beast. I could, you know, go and do uh Limbus by myself on Thief. I could go and do Sky. And it was actually really fun. And when I was doing, you know, Abyssia stuff with like my Link Shell Mason friends, it was just it was still pretty casual and I didn't have to like think about the H and M scene. Like nobody was like camping uh, King behemoth like that anymore. It was like, yeah, like I can just go out go about Vanadil and do what I want. And of course,
0: you know, everybody got their AV win. And that's, you know, still what everyone got their AV win. I, I, I did because it's a four seal. I don't know when it happened, but it happened at some point. Um, I think that's also never changed for the game because even with the level cap going up again and the game getting even more casual than it was back then, which I have to say Abyssia after playing for several years at that point, it would have been three and a half years at that point. uh, Abyssia felt like a complete liberation from the game. Like it was turned on its head and just being able to, because before you always, it was everything was at the mercy of everyone else. Oh, I want to do salvage so much, but no one will go with me, and I don't know any shells that want people and you know, like, you know, it was it was it was a lot more difficult to get anything going and the roadblocks were so much more artificial and, and artificial time sinks and everything else. So to have Abyssia come out and it was like, Okay, me it was it was kinda of going that way with Wings of the Goddess, but in a very small step, and then Abyssia was like this freaking you know, if Wings of the Goddess was getting your toe in the pool so that you could adjust to the water, uh, the next step was was just jumping in with with freaking Abyssia there, diving into that pool.
1: And I mean, like I said, like I really did enjoy, you know, the Abyssia era and even the post-Abyssia era going into Void Watch and uh, Legion and, and whatnot. And I mean, honestly, like you c- you still had other content. I mean, you had the content was there in Abyssia specifically, but. You still had stuff that was basically like considered H&Ms, but it was just a tiered system. You just killed this NM. You got his KI. And of course, you know, starting out, I mean, this was before Shinryu was, was released. So it was just like, okay, well,
0: that, well, that one was dirty. Like, uh, try it again. Oh, God. I hate it. That might have been... And, and At the time, I was just saying, I think you accepted it. But for those who don't know, you had the. I mean, you, you didn't have to. It was just like now. But you had to proc back then to get shit. And you couldn't do it during a TP move. Some mobs, if they're like an iron giant or or a shimmy or something, you can't you couldn't do, it, do it,
1: during, it during a during a melee swing either. Yeah, yeah. Or a the,
0: spell, they count as as TP moves in that case, and or during a spell. So it would it would be quite a thing of like I don't know if it was clean. You go through all them. It's like obviously one was not clean. You know that kind of that kind of <laughs> deal. And I, I do oh, not man. miss that
1: calling out clean, dirty, clean, dirty is like. What, what are you really saying
0: buddy constantly but it was good because you could go with a couple people and low man or depending on what you're like you want serp cuffs that's something that people could solo or uh duo very easily you go duo it and people those were important items for a long time so stuff like that the white mage cape from the bunny there you know you solo it or duo it and of course the bigger stuff you need a little more people for but uh, that was that was good to be able finally to not be at the mercy of like an H and M link shell at, at three in the fucking morning or or a camp or something. I mean, I camped that Sirocco cookery and it was a pain in the fucking ass.
1: Oh, I hated that camp. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I I actually did
1: help somebody like before they had quit doing a Sirocco cookery, and I mean, don't don't get me wrong, like it it was a really it was it was suck at the time, but when we actually were able to claim it at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and it dropped. It was like the greatest
0: feeling ever. I got mine at like 6 or 7 in the morning and didn't sleep the whole night. <laughs> I loved that dagger. <laughs> that was one of my favorite items ever, was the Soroko Cookery. It was one of my favorite items I ever up- obtained. And, and that was also Joyu's Camping fucking Charybdis at, at like midnight, 1 in the morning. It was, it was an absolute disaster. So to not have to do that anymore, you know, was, was very nice.
1: And for some reason, I can remember the JP player that we actually teamed up with. Like, I don't know why they were camping it, because they already had one. They were probably camping it for, like, a friend to get the, get the TOD. And they were just, like, making sound effects, like, like whoosh, whoosh, whoosh in text. <laughs> what? They were, like, incredibly strong dagger, whoosh,
0: whoosh, whoosh. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> they had I'm like, sound yeah. effects in the chat log? What is, explain this to me. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean they were Japanese. So 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 and and they couldn't really type out English very well. But they had like I said, they had the they already had the Kukuri. So at first we were we were confused our, like our group was confused like why are they here? But then I guess like in hindsight I guess it was to camp for somebody else to get TOD cuz they were by themselves. Like they 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 had nobody else with them. Like they weren't going to be able to solo it cuz this is back at 75 cap. And <clears throat> excuse me. And I mean, like, like they were up with us, and I guess they were trying to keep us up and, like, you know, joking around. And they were like, really strong dagger. Like, I like, can, oh yeah, they they were using the auto translate, so it was incredibly tough dagger. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> but they actually typed out whoosh, whoosh,
0: whoosh in 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 normal like English lettering. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, generally people, for how many hours you do, people at AFK and you wouldn't talk. But sometimes you would have those moments when you're camping those NMs, that, that shared misery. And that was a, a very sweet thing to just enjoy sharing that misery together and talking and having those those whoosh, whoosh moments. But unfortunately, most of the time when you camp stuff, it was not the case. Because everyone would be like, oh, next window's an hour. <laughs>
1: And I guess that kind of that kind of uh, segues or at least ties back into like, you know, me playing in the past. And it's like, I mean, the funny thing is, like, to me, like, I, I try to tell people like that going from one server to another server to another server is kind of like moving to a different city or going to a different state. You're going to have cultural, you know, culture shock. And it's like I started out originally on Ifrit server. And I mean, that was eventually merged into uh, Odin, but I had left before the merge happened to play with a real life friend. And I mean, on Ifrit, we had a really good, uh, we had a very good uh, standing, like the English community with the Japanese community. So like, we actually played together. We actually talked to one another. And like, I go to other servers now and I'm like, I really miss that. I I really miss those days where, where we actually
0: hung out and talked to one another. I recall Bahamut being more JP friendly. it it definitely
1: ain't now (laughs) it's not
0: now (laughs) what happened years of neglect
1: must be because anytime i see a shout and i'm like i'm interested like i'll actually use the auto translate like i'm interested job and i'll lift out list out my job and they're like jp only i'm like oh Oh, okay you took the time
0: to list your jobs out too you just got dick punched (laughs) yeah they, they, they pretty much johnny caged me so after the Abyssia era, I mean, there's the Voidwatch era, and I don't know how you felt about that. Voidwatch was a mixed bag
1: to me. I mean, at the time, I mean, that was when they had released the final version of the Empyrean weapons, the ones where you needed... Metal. How many? Yeah, you, know, you needed the metals, and then you needed the... the Ripthross. The, the, the Ripdross and Cinders after that. And I was like, yeah, fuck that noise. I'm just gonna make the Walk of Echoes weapon. And that's what I did. <laughs> I made a few of them. So and I think it was Lucifer that was talking about it, how like how he didn't like it. I I I'm probably misquoting him. But um I was like, Yeah, I pretty much just made the Walk of Echoes great story for 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 uh, for Dark Knight. And instead of saying I have Caliball, I just say I had Tor Cleaver and I would get an invite. <laughs> that's the
0: way to do it. Because, honestly, I had the hand-to-hand. Uh, I also made them for my mule as well, because it was not hard to do. And Victory Smite was the big draw there for that. The dagger for Rudra's, uh, the sword. And there's I had about a bunch of them. And they were really good when they first came out too, and for a bit, because the weapon skill was so much better than other jobs had for other weapon skills. Because think about what Thief had, besides oh, Rudra's. Definitely. Yeah, you have mandalik Stab. And you got shark bite, and you got evisceration, which was not uh, not nearly as good as it is now. Yeah, they had to buff that. <laughs> yeah, and it just you know, you did like Rudra's storm was a huge deal for the at the time with abyssy. Everyone's like, oh, just evisceration's much better because crits. But once that was ending, uh, yeah, Mendelik stand will get you most of the way there. But I mean, you kind of needed a little. You know, people were using Dancing oh Edge still. I mean, you, you kind of needed...
1: <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks to 75 Arrow. Like, look at that 4K damage weapon skill. I'm the shit.
0: Dude, it felt so cool being a Thief. Dancing Edge was one of the reasons that I thought Thief was super cool, too. It's really... It, it looks like the animation looks stupid nowadays compared to all the newer animations we got. But at the time, in the game, before all those animations come out, like, to do... Doom, 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 doom. You know, it was was like for this like little whatever the fuck those things are around you was like super cool and it did comparatively the time to do like 500 damage compared to other people was like wow that's a lot of damage because other, that's a lot of damage get some flex tape i mean i used to do evisceration just because
1: i liked seeing the little red streak that that that, that, that would appear in front of the enemy basically to, to indicate
0: like oh you're stabbing them in the stomach and they're bleeding out at the time dancing edge was generally better than evisceration depending it was it was not always the case but it was like the go-to
1: Oh no, definitely, definitely. It, it was it was just like, that, that little bit of animation that like that was very oh, yeah. that was very small and like you would have to really like zoom in on the screen to like notice like anytime you like like on the forward thrust, like you would see an actual red streak. And
0: I was like, Oh like, oh, you're stabbing them. And back then as a newer player, you hadn't seen it's not like today where you just go watch all the things. I mean you could watch them back then, but you to go like you have to go find a way to find that. Uh so Back then, you like the first time you see someone use something like a siren fish, you're like, Whoa, which just feels so stupid in retrospect, but it's how it was.
1: Those few weapon skill videos on YouTube. (laughs)
0: Oh, yes. I remember I would pull up and be like, What do all the weapon skills for this thing look like? And you'd watch them be like a clip of just doing all the weapon skills to like some bad, bad, you know, era centric. Soundtrack in the background. A very bad soundtrack. <laughs> like 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 an old school Breaking Benjamin or something. Oh, pr- probably something by Moby. You just knew it was going to be bad when it started off with.
2: <laughs>
0: or even worse, someone be edgy and do Taproot. Back off I'll we'll take you on. And you're trying to watch the music, but you know the, the the stupid weapon skills. <laughs>
1: It was great. It was bad, but it was great. <laughs> take drum, Take on anyone.
0: Uh, oh, boy. And just the, the typical... Those videos back then, people make like videos of all the, the missions and everything, too, which is now a secret nostalgia of So remember those? It'd be like Fenrir or the... People made that thing that, to the Hey Ya outcast song with the Taru's dancing in Juno or some nonsense. There were, people would share oh, those he- videos. Yeah. I remember once some guy made for Love Machine this elven, walking this elven walking around port juno it was his elven walking around port juno humping people with the uh the psych motion or whatever and it was like i'm just a wow. machine and if people watched that back then those were the youtube caliber videos so in terms of now being the best time for content creation what you got back then was an elven humping people there was even one spinoff of a guy doing a terrible and it's even aged even worse a video of him doing mtv cribs <laughs> wow yes and, and he goes to the garden in um in uh in the chateau and he's there he's like so this is my crib and i'm like oh god he's, he's and you know people watched those back then i
1: remember a video on youtube where it was it was someone with like the most monotone voice and he just kept going Oh, Mercurial Dagger, it's done oh, so many swings, Mercurial Dagger.
0: Oh, what the fuck? Okay, is there more to it than that? Because...
1: No, he just recorded himself on his character, and, he ha- and I guess he had a mic that he, and he could talk <laughs> into, and he just kept going, oh, Mercurial Dagger, it's I so mean, good. The dagger was
0: a big deal back then, but oh, 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 the cringe mercurial dagger oh and also uh to top off that mtv crib since i'm still remembering details of it the guy goes into like tryon's bedroom or whatever and he's like the typical line at the time and this is where the magic happens <laughs> and like in some like young latino california voice at the time it's like oh boy oh boy <laughs> i bet you these could be found still on youtube nowadays I mean, someone's going to dig it up. Someone's going to dig it up. Oh, yeah. A Mercurial deck. Dag- I'm going to have to look for that now. But
1: now, I mean, th- now I'm just... YouTube is like just the the
0: videos, at least now that I see now, is just, you know, the usual tutorials. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch YouTube anymore in terms of... I just... Because, I mean, there's more videos now, but a lot of it is just... When people make a guide video, it's just like a Let's Play, kind of, and I don't... You know, that's, that's, eh. I, I do guides. You do guides. You know, that's not, to me, that's not a guide.
1: So, yeah, speaking of guides,
0: uh, I mean, uh, how about that paladin guide? <laughs> oh, boy. So, you know what your paladin guide's lacking? What's up? It's lacking an answer to this uh, worst threat of the day. Worst, because, you know, it's been three days. There's, somehow there happens to be within 10 hours, uh, as in this was posted 10 hours ago, by Brock Masters, which, uh, solid name, of course. Uh, worst thread, and it is... Any lua for tanking? Hello, brand new tank here. Anyone have any aggro table lua's? Or even just something to confirm the mob is still targeting you? I'm thinking of helms like Aranus, where the visual cue is kind of rough sometimes. Any insight is appreciated! Exclamation mark. Parentheses... Granted, I'm not going to be tanking Arenas anytime soon, but having something to learn would be helpful. No period. This is all lowercase except the start. So, I, uh, you know, if only your guide could help someone like this guy. I mean, that's how I know your guide is shit, because it. it if you, he would help this guy, he wouldn't have had to, you know, he wants to learn before he's done it, and he wants to know how the mob's hitting him, so c- could you explain to him, please, Brahms, how to tank? I mean, just do it. It's not, it's not a Nike commercial. I mean, how does he tank? How does he know the mob's hitting him? I mean, when
1: you see your HP drop, you will know that you're getting hit. And if the mob isn't hitting you, then apparently you are, then apparently you're not tanking. But what
0: about where the visual cues are kind of rough sometimes?
1: You might need to see a doctor about that. <laughs>
0: Uh, but what about aggro tables? I mean, does, does every Lua not have aggro tables? Why does your guide not have aggro tables? I mean, I know how to flip tables. Oh, sorry, I'm reading that as aggro. It's, it's Argo. A-R-R-G-O. Argo tables.
1: Like Arapago Reef? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, uh, Arapago Remnants uh, Reef. I mean, I don't... What is an argo table? I mean, I'm sure they mean aggro, but there's not two R's in aggro. Whatever. I'm I'm looking too much into this. But uh, it'd be helpful, you know? Uh, But in typical Reddit fashion here, the best post is... Oh, unfortunately, I'm not a fan of Crossbones, but credit where credit is due. Crossbones says, If the mob is hitting you, then you are tanking it. This is is a perfect microcosm, too, because next we have the double underscore goose comes out with the typical, I want to help this person in a typical r slash ffxi manner of... Uh, just this this hodgepodge here of advice and one long thing of cast flash cast flash cast foil they didn't even ask what job they are cast cure care forga okay so before i read more of this somehow they have foil and cure forga i mean apparently they, they, they must know the konami code because i can't do that you know if your god wasn't shit i would know how to cast foil and cure forga <laughs> and use some job abilities. Swap into enmity set while you do so, without taking your HP in the process, tanking your HP in the process, and you'll do just fine. Use Slash Dark Knight and Slash Blue to become tankier or more Glass Cannon E. And I kid you not, it's Cannon Dash E. Cannon Dash EY EY E Cannon E, and have additional tools for aggro. Additional uh, tools.
1: Okay, so for, you need Shihai? Uh, I,
0: so, why would you want to use Last Resort as a tank for aggro? I mean, I've used Last Resort on Ruin with Batata and stuff to do more deeps, but that's not always appropriate. But, why would you advise someone who's brand new to become more glass cannony without specifying? Typical Reddit help. I mean, what do you make of that?
1: I think uh, some of these people have been using their credit card a little too much.
0: Ah, uh, we can't assume that. They're on your server now. They're a problem. Don't remind me. <laughs> and you get typical people that waste time, too. I don't believe anyone has made any, uh, like, threat meter type Lua's, and my search didn't result in any either. Good luck on your search. Why are you wasting time looking for this? Oh, this is bad. This and, is bad. And then the final microcosm here of a typical Reddit thing of, there's something about that, I just don't know what it is, is there's an in-game command that tells you mob targets, and it's a U, the letter, mob targets, but I forgot it. We used that during HNMLS era, no period. And that's benchy row of Asura. Huh? Good to see. Can these people become your problem? And I believe what they're referring to is if you target a mob without... Uh, auto t- like target lock on and just type slash assist like you would for a player. It'll it'll point at who the mob is targeting at that moment. So
1: yeah, I was just thinking of, of assist like a second ago.
0: Yeah, that's 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 the thing he's forgotten is the thing that you got told back in the day of the H M and LS era of when you go to Dynamis, everyone spam your assist macro and everyone was yelled at to always use slash assist. So I'm glad the thing he was told to do most he has forgotten. <laughs>
1: it's so bad
0: uh, f- fucking read it speaking of which uh, as of today r slash uh, Final Fantasy 1-1 Final Fantasy 11 uh, now has a new mega thread that is pinned f- uh, for recruiting there's a monthly recruitment thread so you can either go in there saying you're looking for this link shell or otherwise there's a template like the official forums please follow the template uh follow the template there it's very simple server name times what you're looking for it just that's pretty much it but to keep it uniform so everyone can look at it in a uniform fashion um but that is now one of our uh pins our monthly thread there is link shell recruitment not a random questions thread because that's not a very constructive use in and my- that sounds
1: a lot like the old uh bg uh, uh thread Yeah,
0: well, see? Good ideas never die. They just go back to places that have to be made because other places have bad ideas and they should die. But yes, join the subreddit. It is nice. Uh, Also, too, I talked to Funk. This is, uh, We're going to start swinging the the heavy nuts now. I'm going to change the Did You Know on the front page of BG temporarily for the the subreddit. Let's see how that goes. (laughs) I think the next step is putting it in the returning guides, the Vana deal and the 1 to 119 at the top.
1: Yeah, apparently uh, I've been getting questions about leveling spots and I'm like, have
0: you checked the guide? Oh, yeah, so, so how can we forget Fantastic EXP and where to find them? Uh, EXPs and where to find them. Shout out to JK, racist Rowling. And,
1: oh, how the how the mighty are fallen, how can I
0: not enjoy Harry Potter now? Um, and put that in that one, too. How could I forget that one? You know? Like, yeah. Back in the day, all we had was Campus Ataris, and that was about as good as it got. And it's funny how we made that work, and now there's a whole thread of more detailed stuff and maps and shit. And people are like, "Ah, I don't know how to do this."
1: Like, w- like, what is reading? Uh, what's re- what's reading? I mean, I what was it? I think right after I finished the Paladin thread. Well, finish is 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 a generalized term, but still, like after I had basically done like what I. What I thought was going to be like my final edit, basically, and I, you know, went that to the before actual... or
0: after we harassed you.
1: Oh, this was uh oh goodness, this was before. So oh, I mean, this ooh, is a, this, this is a number of uh, this is
0: a number of edits ago, and we but... <laughs> harassed you after harassing you to to, to, do, to do better, essentially, and you did.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I still visited at least once a week and just double check. And I mean, what was it? A uh... that's a little
0: so frequent.
2: Uh,
1: I, I I like to make sure that, that nobody just goes on and just adds adds dumb sets that, that in, in the in the wrong places. But yeah, like I think uh yeah. So it was a few months. This is a few months back at this point. But um yeah, I went by the paladin by uh, the paladin thread on, on auction house, and I was like, yeah, listen, I um I I made a thread, well not a thread, a guide, and I was like uh because this one's kind of out of date, and I don't like going back ten twenty pages to to try and find people's sets. So let me know what you think. And then somebody just went on the uh, what was it the, the talk page and asked, what do you mean by benchmarks? Whoa, what the fuck?
0: Uh, at least they used the talk page for what it's for, but what the fuck? Uh, I mean, the, the
1: comment's still there. And apparently they, didn't, they don't know what the word benchmark means.
0: Yeah, I have it right here. Let's see. Uh okay, Brahms, which they spelled you with the Z. Is there a Z after the S in Brahms on there? Or oh, there is. On see a different name on there. Okay, whatever. Uh, I do not understand the intention of your sets that you tag with the phrase "this HQ set is just a benchmark and not indicative of the next step forward." How do I understand that? It means that it's 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 a benchmark of in determining your gear progress and you tearing when your tiering sets out a benchmark is used I mean maybe it's not because people don't do it and then just not familiar with seeing it but when you have tiers and you're trying to help people with tiers of this is lesser gear this is better gear to try and like show that some of these pieces outweigh others as you go up the little ladder there in a general sense because there is no best in slot no bisquick on this griddle. And how do they understand what a benchmark means in that case, and not the actual set next? I mean, maybe you could, did you end up removing it to remove confusion, because maybe you just could have made it smoother, or? No, I didn't remove that at all, because I, (laughs) I, I figured, you know what, if you can't read, then that's your problem. You put here, when I use the term, quote, benchmark, it is a simplified way of saying use this as a comparison. Wow, that's a lot better than what I said. (laughs) <laughs> I try to be tactful. I, I try. Paladin has a range of options for achieving specific goals, and none of these sets are set in stone as best in slot. No exceptions. Ah, see, this is why you like us. <laughs> I can't help it. I I, I really do try because <laughs> I know I
1: I faced Paul for at least two minutes late. Like, like after I read that, I was like, like this this person can't be serious.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, seems the glue eaters have found me again. I shall do my best to be a patient man, but I cannot make any promises. Oh, and you know, where can people find tanking lua's? Well, by going to the Spicy Ryan GitHub, of course. There is a Fox Danger Paladin lua, and there is a Spicy Rune Rua Rua. Rune lua that you may partake in, and if you don't like them, find some other fucking one. Fuck off. Take Take your ball and go home. No, this is not Clopedia. So <laughs> so after after the Void Watch era, we'll, we'll move on again. So your rage quit not too long after. So did you do Legion stuff like that back then? Or because I did not do Legion.
1: I definitely did do Legion. Legion was really fun in the sense that it was just chaotic as hell. I mean it, it was it reminded me of, of the of 75 Cab Dyna when when the de- when developers like, yeah, we like you like there's room for sixty-four people in, in dynamis and it's like no, there's not. <laughs> no, there's not.
0: And I also, I did do Legion of Canada, but I didn't have like a group. But it was not a regular event for me. It was a rare thing for me to do. So I did do it. I do. It was very chaotic. And that was, that was a time when people were all making uh, stun bots. So to stop certain TP moves and running on perfect defense, like, you know, their lives depended upon it. So that was another interesting time.
1: And I mean, for, for the viewers that may not know, I mean, Legion uses the same exact zone as Ambuscade. So these are actual true level 100 plus mobs. So and the thing is, like with the whole entry KI thing, well, KI, I mean, it, it, it was pretty much the same as um, Dynamis and uh, Einheriar, where you basically bought the item and then you had to split it and then you had to give it out to people and then you had to all go into the lobby Well, actually, no, this is where they actually gave you a lobby area to prepare first. And then you went inside. But because, you know, we were all capped at level 99 and these were like level 125
0: mobs. (laughs) Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. You know, it was a really good event, especially at the time it came out. It's a shame that it did not last like other events did. And that it only was kind of kept relevant in the game in the sense of one, carrier sash came from there and that's still a thing. Two, hardy earring. Eh. Three, uh, pulse weapons that no one needs because like the objurations got tossed away real quick there and the gear. Oh, they definitely did. They made gear that was underwhelming. I mean, some. Of, I mean, it was okay, but it was underwhelming even for the time for you know legion only purposes. It was not like if this is only for one event. And people are supposed to get stronger with this. You really should have made it a little better. It only works in one fucking mm-hmm. thing.
1: And I mean the funny thing is the Legion the Legion only items where it was like Mini minus four inside Legion Mini minus like twenty actually do work in ambuscade. They
0: do. But they're just not they they weren't like, you know, revolutionary. I think it was like you get a couple double attack in the earring or something or a ring, and it was just like two double attack is not special. <laughs> need more of a bonus than that please but it was, it was a really cool event that unfortunately did not get uh, enough of a breath into it and they kept it around too with just crafting materials that they kind of forced to be relevant again in, in an awkward fashion
1: oh man but once that uh once that uh post i think it was martel who found the japanese post about the carrier sash well not the carrier sash about uh correct elemental about elemental resistance basically adding to magic evasion but specifically that it allowed for you allowed for the player to reach the one eighth tier resist and i mean i i'm not gonna lie i was one of the people that was uh, spamming it and, uh Charging,
0: you know, 500,000, 600,000, 700,000 for <laughs> mils. I still don't have one because I keep forgetting to get it. And then when I get it again, I'm like, yeah, I'll go I'll just go and sell it again because it's still worth quite a bit. I was selling them for a mil over and over again when, when the news first dropped. Everyone was going nuts for them. Let's see what they're worth now. Uh, they're back to like 700K on a server. That's funny. Um, but yeah, that's, that's interesting. Let me go check what, how much it is on, on Bahamut right now. It's so easy to get too. It's so easy.
1: Shoot, I remember just like doing, doing, uh, yeah, I was doing Legion like months and months ago, like just for whatever reason it was. I think I was getting like points for like rings and stuff like that. And just I would get the carry sash and I'd be like, toss, <laughs>
0: toss. Well, I you NPC know, them for a bit. They're like 7K. I know everyone wanted like, some of the stuff that dropped there, besides the Esper Earring for Summoner, but there was other good stuff that dropped there that was on the highest tier stuff, like the bottleless and, the, and the, the Galu and stuff, and people just didn't get it because the drop rates were shit. Some people got the pants and stuff because it wasn't too bad, but it was a it was an event for people to, to get to that point because you had to farm all the zones, and da-da-da-da. It was, you know, it was a thing. It's currently sitting at 400,000. Eh, well, you know, maybe everyone coming to your server
1: will uh, start buying it. I mean, nobody can come to, to Asura and, and, and buy stuff for cheap, so yeah, they'll probably come here.
0: Speaking of which, fucking someone's bumped up by Tetsu to 6k uh, by Tetsu now. It's getting rough to finish this fucking Vajra. I was buying them for 5, and now it's not even that's gone. I, during the first part of the, the month, I was buying them for 4. Have you worked on yeah. any weapons recently? or? Let's see. Um, I, I actually let go of the button. Um,
1: yeah, I actually finished my Excalibur on my mule, so that was, that, that's actually, a uh, pretty
0: nice, and, um... That explains a bit. I didn't know you were using push-to-talk via phone. That's fucking miserable.
1: Yeah, 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 it is.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Do you want to pause and you can fix that? Yeah, let's see if I can. Okay, pause and ten- It's gonna be a lot of post-editing for me. You fucking suck. Um... And we're back once again. <laughs> so you were
1: working on what? I finished my Excalibur uh, recently on, on my mule. So now I have, uh, I, fi- I finally finished that. And I actually do enjoy doing that, doing the relic process, like the full relic process, because I know everybody else is just like, yeah, I just, I just trade the stuff to the goblin and I, and I went straight to the spot. And I'm like, yeah, but I like getting the extra little, you know, nugget of text when you, when you talk to it in your inventory is like, Please go to this place in this in this spot in this nondescript zone. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess I got to go look this up online anyway.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but you have to go to old wiki because like it's old information and BG doesn't have where to go for relic weapons. You got to go to all the old information, old (laughs) wiki, though, man, That's just how it is. (laughs) you have no idea how many times I actually hear that (laughs) Uh, why it's a fucking relic weapon the information if the information for a relic weapon was not on BG in in an efficient fashion then no one should use the site in general (laughs) at this point it's 2021 or 2025 you never know
1: (laughs) I wrote this all a long time ago
0: a very long time ago way before Dave Chappelle had a benchmark (laughs) Oh, no. Told you, <laughs> stop checking the benchmark.
1: <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I, I mean, I I really did just have like, oh, I just kind of hit a point where just I was reading, I kept going back to the Paladin Guide and going back to the Paladin Guide on, on Auction House, excuse me, and just, well, I should say the thread there. Bread there specifically and i mean at the time you had to you you someone would post their sets and they'd be like oh yeah cool like, like those those are interesting uh those are interesting those are
0: interesting choices
1: so yeah some people is some
0: people post shit sets there and then it starts muddying the waters
1: yeah but then when you're looking for the actual sets like oh well this person posted a really interesting uh set about uh about shield block like something and Apparently Martell bookmarks all, like bookmarks those things which I which I never actually thought to do. Does it, he's but... like he's like a
0: fucking monster. <laughs> this guy's a beast. He just just runs up and bookmarks 70. What is this? This is like the guy This is like the equivalent of like a very dedicated like religious scholar who like walks around with like a like some sort of religious text with like a million sticky notes and things in like the margins everywhere. <laughs> That and
1: his, you know,
0: gigs and gigs of uh, of
1: uh, logs. Why do you need all those?
0: I'm sure. I'm sure he'd be like, "Cause I might need to refer to something." I'm sure, in in a scientific fashion, you might need some of that. But that's that's like keeping your toenails or something. To that's me. that's I mean, loco. I'm sorry, that's loco. This guy's in the coal chamber. Oh man. But yeah, it would just
1: be like, yeah, I'd have to look back 10 pages, 15 pages, 20 pages, and after a while, I'm like,
0: you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to make a guide. <laughs> yeah, I it mean, couldn't do any worse, so I think it's pretty good. I haven't checked in a bit, but I, I know it got to the point where Fox would be like, when it started, he's like, oh, what are these sets? And then like, after you improved it, he's like... Hey, you know, you still needs work. And then into the like the last time, I think you nailed down. I, th- I think you went balls deep at that point, as as you do. And I think you <laughs> you nailed all of the the things in there. I haven't checked in a bit. I'm also not a paladin, but I'm sure. I mean, it it's is, all good. I'm sure it is the best resource available due to lack of competition.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I think I've mentioned in the past, like yeah, like I remember when I was oh yeah. So going back a little bit, but essentially like when the original rune fencer uh thread on auction house had started to fall off and I was still and I and I mean I was I loved that thread because it was very constructive, very constructive conversation about rune fencer and it was very focused and just there wasn't a whole lot of shit posting on there. And just after a while the the front page started to fall out of date and I was like, well I gotta find a new resource just to kind of cross reference my 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 own ideas against and I went on BG and I was like, oh, there's a room fencer community guide. Let me go check this out. And I was like, oh, this is actually really helpful. <laughs> and that's and that was kinda of the basis that I and that was kinda of how I based the, the the Paladin community guide off of was
0: based off of your guide. That's cool. I like when <laughs> I've always said if if you build it they will come and you know, you know people just need something to Uh, uses a base to build off of because they have their own ideas and their own needs for known purposes for it but if if they need something to work with instead of just like people can't just jump on the wiki and be like blank page what do i do you know it did people need to be able to reference something which that was a project of mine i envisioned and never got around to and i think i even started it for 20 minutes one day and i don't know uh it was to make a template that allowed people to copy paste the skeleton. Cause right now you, you still have to copy paste. Like there's, there's templates for the gear, of course you have to type it in everything, but you had to like copy paste manual tables and stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I was thinking of making it like even more simplified so that anyone could go like, like I think I had gotten to the point of making like the merits is a table, just a manual table. I got to the point I was, yeah, that's what I was working on. I did. It's been, I forgot. I even did started this project. I wanted it was going to be big if I could do it, and I just have to sit down and do it, and I haven't. And, uh, you know, just templatizing everything there merits, job points, abilities, and just making it a like, like, uh, kind of like a big copy paste, like the user page thing I had done. Mm-hmm. And just make it so anyone can make a guide instantly and not have to do any of the footwork and add some ability to customize it, but.
1: I mean, it, it was it was fun in its own in its own sort of way and kind of challenging because it would be like, okay, well, I have to have this tab open and this tab open, and then I'd be like, okay, let me go to edit on this tab, and then copy, and then copy
0: paste over here, then double check to make yeah, sure have to I have the information work. right. You to do some work. Like the, <laughs> the the tools are there, you just had to put it together. It was like IKEA.
1: <laughs> oh, IKEA. Your, 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 your furniture.
0: And I ended up <laughs> updating the Rune Guide. It's been a while now. It's it's for the most part up to date, um, as far as I can think on top of my head. Because it doesn't change too much, especially for Rune. But I had, you know, after seeing your guide that also was, and that being part of discussions with Fox in the podcast, uh, ultimately made me go back to make mine even better than it was and to add more sets and focus on HP and made me a better tanking game as well, just in time for Odyssey, which was, you know, important, so... Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> it's got a reciprocating effect, you know. When you build something, it makes you better at what you're doing it for and what you're using it for, and then someone else makes something and then that comes back and you you build off of that and makes you better with the same thing you started with all in the first place. So it ends up being good. <laughs> yeah, many a night just
1: sitting in bed with just just no like no pants, just like yeah. Oh, I, see, I I it's gotta, a no I pants zone <laughs> That that that's what I did all my editing. It was it's like ten ten eleven o'clock at night. Just like I got, I got to copy paste these sets. I got to pop, copy paste these sets.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, and I don't know what your home situation is, but did you have a woman nagging about you know why are you spending so much time working on sets?
1: No, no,
0: no. I, I, that's I, fortunate I, for no, you. I, <laughs> I mean, in some <laughs> respects, I I feel bad for Carrot because like. When I first went to see her, I think, uh, you know, we were around each other all the time. But a lot of it was also me making the Blue Mage guide. (laughs) I was on my laptop. Like she'd be playing something, I'd be on my laptop (laughs) next to her because I wanted to work on the Blue Mage guide. (laughs) So we spent a lot of time. We went and did stuff, but I spent a disproportionate like you don't fly across the country to sit in someone's bed with your laptop trying to make the Blue Mage guide. Uh. Yeah, that's that's when I was making the recommended sets. Uh, all those years ago, when I first was visiting Carrot,
1: and then a few years later, you're 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 uh, you're you're getting married in your backyard. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> that was, uh, was, you know, that's, I enjoyed that, but it's, <laughs> I keep it simple, okay? I don't this, this fucking all I want to do is have acceptable at worst, but good, preferably food with good drink and enough good company that's preferred none of this if i don't like this person and the part of the family you're not coming you're not ruining the time i i didn't let fucking all these people come i go no you're not coming and uh that's all i want have a good time in some place that's nice enough you know some water some 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 trees some shit like that and just spend time there that's it i'm simple <laughs> <laughs> didn't wear a fucking suit didn't wear nothing no one else to wear anything just you know i i had pants on but you know you, you just you just do it You know, I'm going to spend every day with you, not in a suit. So I'm not wasting my time. Thank you. We can spend the time together and not me spending time getting a suit.
1: Oh, man. And a kind of a sidebar, I guess, is like, you know, in the past, I, I I would always see all these people like I just like. Yeah, fuck the spicy Ryan guy. Like, I, like, like, uh, like, I don't like him, and I'm like, but why though? I mean, I wasn't on BG, time. I wasn't on BG forums. Like, I, like, I, like, I was never on BG forums. Like, up until like maybe a couple of years ago, and it was like, okay, well, I don't know anything about the guy. And then just like, I remember the first time I I turned the podcast and, and like I heard you and I heard you I heard your Jersey accent. I was like, I know like
0: ten guys like this. <laughs> yeah, in my neck of the woods, <laughs> I'm just like, average. <laughs>
1: And I'm and I'm in New York, so yeah. I'm just like I know ten guys just just like him, like 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 this is nothing.
0: Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's you know uh, I enjoy the fact that uh, the reputation is worse than than the actual thing, and hopefully that can keep up. I think this, that's the, the show, other spicy Ryan. This show continues to blow my cover here. <laughs> Got to get Snoop Dogg on this. That's the other this. spicy Ryan. <laughs> Got to get deep cover again. The other Spicy Ryan. Uh, you know, I always, I yeah, like when JK Lovely is going to come and, uh, you know, shows me what a real woman looks like over Instagram, is going to come uh, beat me up for saying uh, her, her E-boyfriend should offhand his mom. Uh, I also I often wonder, I'm like, are you going to find me or are you going to find the other Spicy Ryan? Do you know which one you're looking for? Because, I mean, there's a few of us. Maybe she's looking for for Spicy Ryan. Spicy, ah, uh, yes. <laughs> There's also the spicy Ryan's mom character that, that existed once and was yelling. Or things. maybe spicy Brian. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> the
1: life of spicy Brian. I don't know. <laughs> and someone's going to make that character. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: They should. They should. You know, It's a good time. What's also a good time well, is emailing us. So we have emails to discuss, but that's just me wanting emails. <laughs> i think i think we've about given up on checking the emails at this point it's it's used to make accounts for the stuff we do that's that's it people don't email <laughs> normally anymore why would you email if you have discord which is awesome because we have a lot of people in the discord
1: and look at the discord now is it it's it's even evolved into the new sub- subreddit
0: yeah temporarily we i until it's necessary i don't want to have to monitor i mean because i give a good amount of attention to this discord's popping so uh, some days more so than others, but you know it's popping. I don't want to have to monitor. I mean, based on the R slash FFXI Discord, which is fucking dead crickets and garbage, um, <laughs> it's just, people don't talk. Uh, if if that's how the case is, then uh, it would probably be not much work at all. But I suspect that uh, there'd be there'd be work because of people.
1: I mean, is it more popping than any
0: Lewis for tanking? <laughs> I don't know where those are, man. I need some threat tables. <laughs> I hate what people call it. threat. What, what what games call a threat? Is that like a fourteen thing?
1: That is definitely more of a fourteen. Because I called it
0: hate when I was over there, and people might have looked at me differently for that. But <laughs> threat is that like like where did that originally come from? Wow, or I never played. Wow. I'm I'm thinking as wow. I've, I've never yeah. played it, but I think I'm thinking as wow. I was not a fan of WoW. Just never bothered. It was everywhere. And I'm just like, nope, that's fine.
1: It just all looked I'm, dumb. All I can say is that, is, that I, is that there was some inner community
0: hate, like in nerddom, like this guy plays WoW. Fucking nerd. Yeah, that was a big thing back uh, in the early days of 11. There was a lot of WoW versus 11 threads you don't see anymore. Because now the games are so divergent that it's not even close. But back then they were similar. And that's because they were meeting the era.
1: I mean, honestly, I, I uh, this is only the second MMO I've ever played, and the first one was Fantasy Star Online one.
0: Oh, I think Resiphon owns that subreddit as well, but he also owns Fantasy Star Four, I believe. So uh, you know, if you need him, <laughs> he owns RFXI. He's, he's got all these covered for you. So if you need some you need some <laughs> community resources that he doesn't participate in, you you can get that one going. That's you know, I don't know what Fantasy Star is. Okay, so you'll have to enlighten me.
1: Oh, so Fancy Star Online was one of the early, early, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, MMOs. It was probably the first MMO that was actually on the Sega Dreamcast. Yeah, it started on Sega Dreamcast and it was, it was based off of the Fancy Star series, which was actually on the Sega Mega Drive, Sega Genesis, basically. And I mean, it was just you had a bunch of races, you, you, you had just regular humans. And then you had, I think robots and they had different classes. I think it was mainly, I want to say that there was a ranger class. There was the regular fighting class. And I know there was a third one. I can't remember. It's been so long, but just it started on dreamcast and then it was eventually moved to GameCube. And this was back when you actually had and. I think because it was tied to a console, you actually had to save your character data. <laughs> wow. The
0: fact, you know, this is this is like, it was an awkward time because it came out December 21st, 2000. So that was like, Dreamcast was not, it never really took off in the first place, but Dreamcast had been around for a while at that point.
1: But it was so ahead of its time at the time that it, it just, it was... Just as a system, and even just the game in general, Fantasy Star, it was just way ahead of his time. Yeah, Dreamcast and I mean, came
0: out November '98. Jeez, so this, <laughs> the, for this to launch almost in 2001 in the Dreamcast was that was something. And I mean.
1: I mean, this game came out in, what, 2003? So it's just
0: like, it's only a
1: few years after it.
0: Oh, it says says here, Fantasy Star Online was ported to Windows and released uh, on Dreamcast's version 2 with expanded content following Sega's exit from the console business in 2001. So this came out right when Sega was exiting. Yep. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, man,
1: it was crazy. probably
0: probably why I don't know this game, because it it was in a weird way that it didn't gain as much notoriety as it probably would have otherwise. I mean, it was a really
1: fun game because it was, it, it had its, it had a, it was, it's not like the same auto combat system where, where where you automatically swing, like you actually had to press a button to swing and you had a, you had a, you had a specific percentage at which you could actually hit, like, like you couldn't break it, like you couldn't actually like go above it or, or, or like certain classes could only hit like 83% of the time. Some classes were 50% and I think it was dependent on the weapon. And it was just, it was really weird, but it was just a really fun game. Which led to me, uh, I think, when I first started playing Final Fantasy XI, because you had to save your character data on Fantasy Star. For some reason, I thought home points were save points.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, they they do kind of look like a save point would.
1: Yeah, they do. They really do. So, like I, like, I was running around like, I need a save point! I need a save point! I don't want to lose my day. I need a save
0: point in an online game.
1: <laughs> I was bad! I was so bad!
0: Uh, that's, you know, running around looking for a save point in Final Fantasy XI kind of feels like your your new player experience was not too bad for me getting stuck in Juno or something in terms of, uh you know, being lost and clueless. <laughs> Safe point. Not knowing how to heal and taking off all your armor and and being confused and dead.
1: I remember taking the ship to uh, what was it from Selbina to Mora and not and not buying a map ahead of time. And Ooh. then I had to ask somebody like, "Can you take me to Windurst? I don't know how to get there." Dude, that was a thing. I remember
0: running people to Windurst back in the day. They would say, "I'm lost. Can you run me to Windurst?" And it was like you did it back then because like back then to be lost was it was acceptable because. Not I mean not only did some people not have the ability to like turn off the game to look something up. I mean in Carrot's case, she had to like uh had to like unplug the the cable from that into like running across to like her 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 dad's laptop or something for work and <laughs> and like like try and try on on like a DSL connection to like look up something for the game, but I had to disconnect her game to go do it every time by running it over so. You know, there wow. was, those are those situations. So it's not just like minimizing was a thing. Like other people just did not have the, you know, infrastructure in their house to, to look things up. So to be lost back then, not have a map of something, you're not going to, for how long it took you to run around the world and take boats and stuff, you're not going to tell someone who can't home point back there right away. Uh, yeah, go just run back to the NPC and, and get the map. And then sometimes the maps request only. So, you know, it's. And then also those maps, you couldn't even get a map. I'm thinking wrong. You couldn't get a map of Windurst until you got there. Until you got there. Yeah, because the the vendor (laughs) nowadays, I didn't even consider that. Nowadays, the vendors sell maps to all areas. Back then, you had to go to Windows with no map, completely lost, and then find the map vendor in town (laughs) and buy it from them. (laughs) Which, could you imagine in like 2004, five, even six, looking for a map vendor in a game online with no map in the first place and, and trying to like. To find your way, in. like you had to talk to all the NPCs. You actually had to talk to NPCs back then. Back then, they also when you when you first into the town, I think they still have them in Sandy. I believe it was like the NPC somewhat near the ramparts, uh, and like the archway near one of the entrances. Mm-hmm. You would talk to them, and they would like mark your map. They like show you a map real quick, and then you would like leave that map they're showing you. So they like tell you where to go find these people.
1: <laughs> you like oh, find funny the funny story, yeah. <laughs> funny story so when i first went to windurst there there's an elven NPC that's above the uh, auction house um in windurst woods and in the early years of the game the first two years of the game i, I want to say and literally it was the first two years of the game because i remember going back i remember going back to the NPC constantly and seeing this you would talk to him and he would talk in kanji <laughs> He was broken for two years. Wow. He
0: would only talking kanji. And uh, so can't get rid of the and, bots, you know? And the so, kanji.
1: <laughs> so eventually, I think after the second year of him being broken, they finally hey they finally changed him to actually speak like actually translate it to English. But I guess because they had to I guess because they had to eat crow on that, they, they added flavor text. So now whenever you talk to him, he actually says, Well, now that I know the language.
0: Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. That's a great Easter egg. I so remember. That was just like one of those things. I was like, oh man, I still remember that to this day. I didn't even know that. I remember using the Warp Tarus. Those were. Windurst was the coolest city before Home Points because Warp Tarus helps you immensely.
1: <laughs> it's like, how do I get from point A to
0: point B? Like, go talk to the Tarot over there. <laughs> I mean, people don't even know the Warp Tarus nowadays, but if the easiest one to get is to uh Waters? Yeah, Waters Waters. And you, it's its right then, like, near the goblin there, so if it's near the restaurant, near the archway by the home point, it's like, there's like that little stair, there's like a little taru down that staircase before you start running in the mock house on the left, and he's just, there's like this lone taru down there. You could talk to him about going down the stairs, too, which is even better. Uh, you just talk to him, it will send you to Port Windurst? That sounds about right. And then there's one on top of the auction house uh, in woods that'll send you over to winders walls <laughs> and that was like the greatest because there's a big zone but just no one could warp around back then like that so it was cool to get around could you be doing quests people did stuff back then
1: oh man <laughs>
0: it's just hilarious i'm gonna go talk to him right now just just,
1: just for old time's sake <laughs>
0: <laughs> while you do that i mean winders was always my favorite because well, i think the savannah looks cool so that, that's always a a, pro, a plus when you're in, like, this area. But, like, oh, the rivers look nice, and it's it looks cool to me. Like, because, like, I started in Sandy, so that looked nice and lush and green. And, okay, typical Robin Hood-esque, you know, medieval sort of looking forest and everything you expect. Nothing there was, like, I picked it because a castle's cool, so it's, like, who wouldn't start at the castle? And because, I don't know, I haven't made a character in a long time, but the image for windows it looked like i'm like what is that a fucking swamp I don't, I don't want to start a fucking swamp i'm not shrek what is this so i never picked there because i'm like i don't know what i'm looking at it was like dirt and stuff and i'm like i don't know what i'm looking at and then the was like this like just stone everywhere i'm like yeah this doesn't look exciting so like sandy was the only choice in my mind when looking at those first starter zone images i'm like yeah there's no other choice besides this it's like you were cu- you were
1: curious Oh, they changed! They changed his text. Fuck! Again? <laughs> now he just says, "Please look, have a look at my at my wonderful products from Cufam Island."
0: Fuck you! Ah, <laughs> uh, when did they change that? The fact that they changed it and changed it back—that's <laughs> not fair. <laughs> wow, that's some funk works trivia. <laughs> But it was so magical, because, like, crawlers, you'd never seen a creature like a crawler before. It was all, like, rabbits and birds and and puggles and poogiels, whatever they are, puggles and and all that other shit. And it's, like, nothing special. A bee. You'd seen that by Bastok and and Sandy and some bees in Lothane and stuff. It's like, oh, there's a bee. But then, like, crawlers were like, wow, what's that big box-looking thing? And it uses a cocoon, which looks cool. And just, like, running through a zone that was, like, the music was super nice. And it's like, wow, this is like the most magical finding your first nation experience was uh, walking to Windows. <laughs> oh man, just
1: just in all all the stories of just like, yeah, we walked for like an hour. Like you can't oh, ask more that. To do that now. It was like can't ask somebody to do that now.
0: I don't know how long it took, but it was like an hour and a half, maybe even close to two hours, depending if you got lost on the way or something, just to find your way from Sandy to Windows for the first time, and like you don't know. Like, I was asking. You would ask in Linkshell, how do you get there? And they would, would use auto-translate. They would say, uh, East Ronfer to La to Valcrum to Boat. And it was like an arrow between each one, like the little, little carrot symbol. And then Boat to Buberimo Peninsula. So now it's a place you never heard of. And you just assume you zone there. <laughs> and then from Buberimo Peninsula, you got no fucking map of. Uh, you then go to um, Tarongi Canyon, which then, well, that's a big zone. Where do you even go there? And, and then you have to go from Tarongi to Sur to Baruda, and then find your way to the city. And then just to do that as a first time player with no maps is just that's that's uh, rough. And that's just all the links show would do, is just put it all translate to tell you the zone you should be in. That's the help you got. I mean, they would run you or tell you more, but I mean, that, those people were constantly putting the zone with a little carrot to tell people where to go.
1: <laughs>
0: oh man, I love it, and I hate it. <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever want to do it again, but having done it, it's uh, you know, I don't regret it.
1: I mean, I understand why people want to play classic, but it's, it's not it's just not going to be the
0: same experience. It's not. <laughs> and uh, it's not classic when you're going to run faster than we did or have home points or have mounts or you know, know things that we never knew. You can't like, you can't just know things no one like, really considered as a new player back then. You can't pretend to be a new player.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, that's best-
0: totally true
1: and just <clears throat> i mean it's, it's just that coming into a new area and just discovering new things and i mean that kind of leads into like the Adeline era of like when of like after my second rage quit
0: segway <laughs> i got to say though before we do that segue before your Adeline era i got to say trying to play in a private server and trying to recreate the past is like calling a bomb threat in to the special olympics Oh jeez! <laughs> so yes, go to your go to your your second rage quit there, and and perhaps you'll have more details on how ragey you got. Because I can't imagine after doing it once getting upset that much a second time. But hey, I I was I was young, and I and I didn't think very clearly. Young, this was this was like six years ago.
1: I uh, I I just was like I I I really thought that like the game was going to end. I was, I was one of those people who was just like, eh, I guess I'll just play until, until the servers cut like get cut off, and then they said, That was oh, actually yeah. a very shared feeling at the time. And just, I thought, okay, well, I'll just play until the server's cut off, and I'll just call it a day, and I, and I can move on, and I'll move on with my life, and all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we're going to introduce new air, new areas after, you know, oh, you know what it was? <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, I mean let, me roll, let me roll back a little bit, but just... So, effectively, I don't know if other people can uh, like view it this way, but when you play through Wings of the Goddess, right, and I mean, yes, at the time when they were releasing it piecemeal, it wasn't as interesting as, it wasn't very interesting as a uh, expansion pack. However, like, having gone back uh, through it on, you know, two mules at this point, and going through it like the full story and one full go just over a number of days. It's actually a really great, it's a really great, interesting, you know, expansion pack and story and missions. I loved it. And I mean, you could tell how much effort they were genuinely trying to put into, like, let's say the cutscenes, for example. And it's like, these were not techniques that they were using back in, you know, Rise of the Zillard or, you know, Chains of Prometheus. Like they were putting in genuine effort and it felt like okay this is this is going to be our swan song this is going to be the last expansion pack that we do because we're running out of zones and we can't you know do more spells and we can't do more abilities like, like they weren't saying that but it was kind of being implied like yeah. we're reaching the limits of, of what we can do so here's one last ex- adventure for you so i mean when i played through that i felt like okay well this is the end of the game and i and i can and i can di- i can I, I, I can i can accept that but then they said, "Oh, we found a way to just, you know, do another expansion pack. By the way, we're getting rid of PS2 and uh, Xbox support, yes. so <laughs> transport over to that. Transport over, over to PC.
0: The to saddest start of the week.
1: <laughs> so I think it was just the the combination of just all of a sudden they could, you know, introduce a new expansion pack, and then they were also." discontinuing ps2 support and i think they had already discontinued xbox or like one of the two i I can't remember like off the top of my head but
0: well they they discontinued it but that came later because they in japan made a physical copy of adeline on the ps2 yeah the japanese players could still play in adeline
1: and you could technically actually play in adeline on the ps2 Um, I want to, yeah, because there was a player in my link shell at the time on Ifrit, not Ifrit, excuse me, Sylph, um, who actually had gone to Adolin on their PC, and they logged out, and then they logged in on their PS2, and they were able to walk around,
0: so you could do it, just the zones were really janky. (laughs) I still can't believe that they released a JP only, I mean, I believe it, of course, but a JP only, uh, Adolin... (laughs) Physical copy. That was like the most ridiculous. Like they knew that that was not made uh, to accommodate PS2 because they knew they were going to get rid of PS2 by that point.
1: But yeah, I think I was just one of those. And I think I I rage quit well before the actual expansion came out. But I basically came back about a week or two before it did, and I unlocked Rune Fencer day one, basically. So I was one of the first Rune Fencers like on my server at the time. So. And oh my god, <laughs> just, just going through Abyssia and doing the uh, leveling up parties with uh, with Geomancers and it was just big bubbles of light everywhere. <laughs> it was like, I can't, I can't, you're, you're messing up my frame rate, turn off your bubbles. You're like, I can't, I can't turn off the bubble.
0: And they had to do a fix for that within the first three days. <laughs> yeah, I think there was something about something people getting nauseous and stuff, But they were releasing a fix. <laughs> pretty bad when it first started. Typical SC fashion.
1: <laughs> like we're gonna release it and let the players uh, test it for us, and then we'll,
0: and then we'll just do quality control after. <laughs> hey, as long as we get it at this point, I, 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 we, we can be the guinea pigs <laughs> as long as we get it.
1: I'm pretty sure that that's what Odyssey really is. It, it, it's just a way of getting lots and lots of data on how they and how they're gonna do the uh, the big job update. Uh, maybe.
0: I mean, that's
1: I, just I, my own personal I don't theory.
0: Think, I mean, I don't think SE's really gone by the data ever. I mean, it's, they just kind of, they give attention to the wrong things or in disproportionate amounts, so I don't think they really go in the data.
1: Well, they could have just let us keep the, uh, the test server and actually test stuff for them.
0: I don't know why <laughs> they got
1: rid of that. Do you know why? There has to be a story behind that. There probably is. Like, somebody probably figured something out and they, and they didn't like that.
0: Yeah, it was like probably giving that... people too much access <laughs> to things.
1: Like, like, the guy who just kind of took a guess at uh, how fishing works on a PC versus a PS2, and they basically uh, banned his account off the official
0: forums for guessing. That, was, uh, that wasn't that was a somebody. That wasn't a nobody. That was a somebody. That was, um... I always forget his name. Hold on. And it's bad that I forget his name because of how important he is. He's still as part of the Windower team, and he's got the panda avatar, and... He does not like me, and that's fine. <laughs> Cause he doesn't like me as my personality wise, and that's also fine. Oh, uh uh Burnoth or Brithnoth. Oh, Burnoth. Yeah, Brithnoth. It's B Y R T H Brith Birth. Birth Birth. Yeah, Birth. It's Birthnoth. My bad. I can't pronounce things. Birthnoth. Yes. <laughs> that's that was him. He figured that out and, and Suggested how to fix things based on that, and they banned him off the official forum Right. Meanwhile, they got fucking Von uh, Yvonne here uh, posting all these bullshit threads and just constantly complaining. And they uh, they took a lot to ban him. I'm sure. Of jerks. <laughs> They'll get banned eventually. <laughs> they have been several times. There's no way they only have 32 posts. They keep making new accounts. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm I'm just glad that, like, the one single post that I made on the official forums actually got, you know, read and they were like, oh, we did fuck up. We'll just uh, change that for you.
0: So, you know what I liked a lot about Adeline is the same thing that I loved about Wings of the Goddess and how I said before it was kind of like a step towards the lower barrier to entry kind of stuff that we have now, which is the ultimate casual experience, is mm-hmm. that... Uh, the great adventures you'd have were all based on sharing with people. Before Wings of the Goddess came out, like a bunch of people, and now it was more of a low man kind of. Some things were solo, what hadn't been able to something you could really solo in the past. And it was a, and it, it was like a very deep, in depth adventure. And as you were saying, they put a lot of work into it. The cutscenes, those were long. They were long. They lot were of, very long. A lot of words. And stuff, like, they have to do translation, you have to do, there's a lot of assets involved, you know, they gotta do a bunch to make those long, so they're put, I think Wings of the Goddess had the most work put into it, out of anything, uh, Adelinda did a lot of work as well, but Wings of the Goddess was, like, just, I think, the most work in terms of, uh, story, and, cause there's, like, there's, like, multiple stories there, you have the Three Nations, you have, uh, and the main story, and it's like, there's, those are, those are meaty stories, too, for those side ones. Oh, definitely, but that sense of adventure you're able to experience now uh, with Wings of the Goddess, it wasn't until Adeline came back out that you could finally experience that sense of uh, not just exploring new zones, because that's that's a novel thing, but adding things to those zones to do that make it exciting. The missions and the and the quests. Uh, the quests are what really did it. Uh, because when you, as you should, if you enjoy playing this, go and do all of Adeline's quests, all of them, uh, for your plus one ring, of course, uh, it's it's just kind of it just it gives you that adventure experience that you haven't had because Wings of the Goddess was 2008, so
1: 2008 2009
0: yeah 2008 so when it first came out so to get the ball rolling there it might have even been like November 2007, um something that effect. Let's go. It definitely was November. I think it was oh seven, but it definitely was oh eight. So since Adeline came out in what 2014. 2013 2013 wow it's been, it's been it's been longer from then to now than it was between wings of the goddess and then but it just to, a time span of of five years that you had not been able to experience that same sort of adventure and wonder and awe was just you know to come back to that must have for you at least and for me it was I never left but just that to it finally experience thin- it again.
1: It was fantastic in a way, because I mean, again, like I had a cooling off period and I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't see this. I don't see the rage quit happening ever again, but but at the time it was like, (laughs) (laughs) never say never. But I mean, when you were playing and it was just, people were coming back to the game to come check this out and. You know, everybody was was basically going through through their troubles trying to, you know, transfer over to to PC and the whole SC accounts. And I can't use my PS2 to, like, you know, pay my bill anymore. But even then, you know,
0: (laughs) hey, they made it through the Visa verified and uh, and what was the, the MasterCard paid or whatever the fuck it was. Uh before oh, Krista was a yeah. thing. You know, they, they made they made oh, it through that. Oh no, that wasn't even it was the it was the been verified, whatever the fuck it was. I can't remember the name of it. It was so bad. Pay to win, whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> so there's a name like that. And uh that was so bad, everyone was freaking out. And they made it through that, so they could make it through this. But I mean, there were people coming back to the game
1: and I mean, there were people just like going, hey, I'm going to go do this thing over here. Does anybody want to uh, come join? And I mean, at this point in the game in 2013, I had almost all jobs like 99. I mean, most people who actually really, you know, gave a damn, gave enough of a damn to actually do that, like they could pretty much do the same thing. And we didn't have the inventory issues that, 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 that we have today. But I mean, I could actually carry, you know, 12, 13. 14 different jobs worth of gear on my character. And I could just go, well, I have that job. I, I'll join you. And I just go do stuff with people. And it would just be like, well, I'm going to go do Delve. Or I'm going to go do, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to go do the, the Wildkeeper Reeve. Um, I'm looking for the blue spells for that. Or and it, like, like, There was always somebody just a, like running around doing something. And yeah. that was what really made it fun. Because it was just like, you could pick up and do almost anything in Adalyn. And there was and there was plenty of people around who just either needed it or they
0: just were like, "I'll join." Like, like that sounds like something fun to do, you know? Yeah, and it was nice in younger Adeline days to see everyone running around the city everywhere, like doing quests, and just you would see people everywhere just running around the city, like just not just hanging out by the mug house and auction house, which they always did. But
1: and of course, you know, just just the whole grind of like multiple people working towards the goal of building up coalitions and you know, getting the, uh, getting the special, oh yeah. uh, Now I remember uh, getting all the coalitions to rank eight specifically so that you could actually gain, uh, gain the benefits that that, that, that came with, because after what was it, I think I want to say 2016, there weren't enough people doing the coalitions anymore to rank it up. So at least on self, like, this is how I remember it being that, um, there weren't enough people doing coalitions coalition assignments specifically in order to actually get it to rank eight so coalitions would be stuck at rank five rank six rank seven and it would be really frustrating when it would be stuck at rank seven is like you you start shouting for people to like come do it with you because it's like yeah i'm trying to get this coalition to, to the full rank so i can you know move on to the next step in whatever i was doing and then they had to basically ninja patch it to be permanent like rank eight now
0: it was a very novel idea because the idea that you were... Because I did this with uh, Art Uragon unsuccessfully, in my opinion, with the the mirrors, the archaic mirrors. Oh, where, yeah, the know, archaic the stronghold, And that was really cool mm-hmm. because it had a direct effect of, one, you got some, some free uh, assault points. Well, not assault points. Were they um, Imperial Standing? You got Imperial Standing. Yeah, you got Imperial <clears> Standing. <throat> but two, you would increase the defense of the besiege force because back then... Uh, when you lose the besiege, it's still then now, but you don't lose them. Uh, you would lose the astral candescence, and not being able to warp means you're not going to merit parties. You're not going to EXP parties. You're not going to, to salvage really quick. You're not doing uh assaults. You're not you know uh you have you'd to you'd have to go there manually. manually yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it'd be you just you weren't doing that. That just was not. No one wanted to you know, and people had to do it because it's like oh I want to go merit and let's go get a chocobo and then everyone get a, a silver piece and. <laughs> you know and back then if you wanted to go to the mire without that you had to go take the boat and so you did not want yeah, to wanna, you boat. did not want to go take the boat and then have to run and it's just so it was a big deal and and that was that was cool but it was single facet uh what they did with adlum was so awesome that the gear and weapons people especially wanted at the time and access to things in the city and benefits to the sigil and how good it was and everything was based upon your you know uh exchange there with doing the things to protect and, and ensure the city grows or whatever. So like that, that was that was finally cool. They they tied a whole city in. Uh they maybe could have done <laughs> a little more, but I mean obviously I no think one's they, gonna keep doing course, it.
1: I think they course corrected that basically with Wings of the Goddess and campaign battles essentially.
0: Yeah. Campaign battles were like that too, with the fact that um it was it was a very convoluted system for that because It still is. Yeah, you would be able to enhance. They didn't. They didn't have like the the combat caster salve mixers, the white mage, uh, people at the start. That was added later, which was an uh, awesome addition. It made camping battles so much better. But uh, in order to make them stronger, you had to go and do basically mini assault missions to train them. And people had to do them so they get to a certain rank, or otherwise they would have like cure two and protect one, and not have like cure four and protect four and all that nonsense you wanted. But there was also the boxes from the strongholds. Like, you go kill one of the NMs that people generally killed for drops, or, you know, you needed Mm -hmm. to get to the... Did you need those boxes to get to the... There was a a certain battlefield you needed them for.
1: Yeah, you had the Bach crate crate NMs that were a part of the uh, three Beastmen strongholds, and that would lead to the
0: uh, 18-man battles against the Beastmen generals. And those, when you traded them in, would give you different effects. It would give you, like... Better scouting information, and it was like very convoluted stuff. You didn't always know what it did, and you would have to like talk to an NPC that was a little laggy to get through all its menus. It would like take time to load them, and it would be like, "Where is the mobs now?" And like all that, it was a very convoluted system of of the same sort of thing. But, but I kind of like that about it because it yeah. it it
1: actually made it, it actually it was engaging in its own way because it's like I'm I'm contributing in some way, shape, or form even if i'm just one player by myself someone else is doing a different task that's leading to the army getting stronger which keeps them from which keeps the beastman forces at bay until they decided you know what uh since you guys think that a campaign battle is too easy we'll just up the difficulty and then the beastman ran rough shot over everyone oh, i remember that
0: <laughs> they did change the difficulty a couple times at first, it was too easy, and they made it harder. And then it was too hard, and then they made it easier again. And it was uh, for a while. It was like like it was a joke. People were like, "This is dumb." Like, um, it was interesting too it because the siege battles because the, the
1: beastmen literally came into the cities. Yeah,
0: those I remember that period. That was the coolest thing ever. So it was great because yeah, they made it more difficult. But uh, it went from oh, it's a joke. We own everything, in, in every every area and There's no contest to uh, within that week, the players got pushed back, and it wasn't everything. It was like you lost like a couple zones, and then people got spread out trying to take them back. Because taking them back was a lot harder than than keeping them. And, oh yeah, definitely. yeah. And it was very time involved to have to run to these places and stuff. You got the warps were cool, but you had to run and and wait for fights, and it was not not the same. Uh, but also, eventually, it would just be regularly. It got to the point for a few months. I don't know how long I'm for where you'd be lucky to have just the zone outside the city to keep them from coming in the city. You'd be trying to do like uh missions and stuff and the NPCs would disappear because a campaign battles going on. You couldn't do certain oh, quests man. or missions. Oh, it would, yeah, Yeah, you, you literally would stop your progress cuz a campaign battle started in the city. But to have uh just to be fighting in Windurst was my favorite one to always do it and to be fighting in Windurst and have you know, like all your favorite Zampa Zippa and everyone's there. But to have like them attacking the buildings and running around, like oh, they're at the Mog House. Everyone's people are just shouting to the Mog House. You know, it would be like it would be like an epic sort of fight. That was I, I. loved campaign.
1: Oh, it was great. I mean, that was the equivalency in my in my head of like oh, I got something. For you, for, I got something for, for your ass now. You think this is too easy? Okay, we'll we'll we we'll, we'll that difficulty. We'll, but let's let's see how you like
0: this. Teach them a fucking lesson.
1: <laughs> and then it would be like a two-hour campaign battle in in Sandoria. like there'd be like four generals just running around and it's like whoa <laughs> turn it back dial
0: it back please oh man those generals were i, I won't i won't say it's easy anymore please turn it back <laughs> those generals were so op most of them at the time some were not uh and everyone would just be like cure the general <laughs>
1: and it would be all t- oh, and the beastman generals were just even worse because i think i remember the one beastman general it was like an orc and he ha- uh, had like a 999 delay
0: uh swing yeah that was but that he was, would swing for like 2k damage yeah that was the guy who came out of the orcish war machine and he'd have uh the death fist Dagabond, whatever the hell his name was and he would just he would cast poisonga and then swing so he'd wipe your shadows and he'd just dude that's it <laughs> It was manageable with a ninja, but you typically didn't have one, and you didn't have haste to keep your shadows up on, like, a thief, so. It was it was a
1: fantastic,
0: it was fantastic, it was terrible in terms of difficulty, but it was just fantastic. So you'd be fighting, to round this off, too, you'd be fighting in, in one of the nations, Sandy did a lot, too, because it was cool, but Windows was a good favorite, and you'd be fighting there, and you'd be fighting some mob. Like a normal fodder mob, and everyone would like would be like a few people on it, three or four people on each mob. It'd be like just a field of mobs of players fighting, which was awesome. But then suddenly, out of nowhere, Shadow Hand comes up from behind you and full swings you in the back of your head, and you get this full swing animation your character, and you fall to the freaking ground for like twelve hundred points of damage. And it's just you just be fighting out of nowhere, boom, and she runs at flea speed. So she once yep. she once she sees you. Pow, that's it. Lights out. Freaking Shadowham was one of the worst. Lights out.
1: <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> but it was fantastic. I I I loved I loved it and I hated it at the same
0: time. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't fault it. It was very frustrating. I really enjoy it to be dying like <laughs> nine times in battle of the Shadow Hand over and over, and because then the battle would stall because everyone's weakened, and it's just a lot of time got sunk into it. But eventually, you might win. Sometimes you just lose the fight.
1: Yeah, that, that's very true. That's why Winders look. That's why Winders S looks the way it does. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that
0: it actually looked destroyed normally, uh, so when the fight started, it actually added more to the experience. Was was great. That and the epic battles in, uh, in, L. D. Necropolis. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> but secret campaign episode. <laughs> but yes, that's that's Adeline was 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 what's cool, and Wings of the Goddess was. See, like you can't relive these things. You just can't. No, you really can't. There's no way you're gonna get a whole server, whether it's private or public or retail. I guess because they're both public. Um, to just. All collectively be at that point of gear, that point of difficulty. I wish they would make a new campaign battle system, honestly. Just like. um, I've been saying that for a while now. Campaign Battle 2.0. Just like how they did Walk of Echoes, where, I mean, that's a battle. It's an instance. You can't compare it to that, of course. But just like they had the normal one that takes place and then uh, like a Surge one on top of it. A Surge Walk. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) They could probably do that uh, in some capacity, but. The problem is you have a separate system that they don't want to ruin, but they could probably (laughs) do that in in some capacity in just normal zones for some reason, as like an event.
1: I mean, they technically could, I mean, aren't they lifting the level cap, they're lifting the level cap like every month on a couple of zones at a time, so they could.
0: In terms of, uh, you're talking about the, the level correction and everything, right? Yeah, the level correction. So I haven't heard about anything since they. I don't think they've said anything besides they changed it for Sarama, uh, Tiger, and uh, whatever. When when Odyssey was nukes. people were fighting that for the pop item. So for some reason, they fixed the emity issues there by changing the level correction. The thing is, like that, like I'm not sure anybody really know un- fully understands what they mean
1: by that. But I mean, in the Adirgan zones. When they introduce the uh, weird NMs, I want to say, it's it's in it's in the it's in the current uh, it's in the objective list for uh, records of eminence. Let me just let me just double check. It's under four. Oh, peculiar foes. So they 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 introduce the peculiar foes from the um, voracious resurgence uh, mission line. Essentially, once you get past, I think I want to say mission six, where you actually get access to those. So in the three zones that that you have access to, let's see, one's Wajon Woodlands, one's Mount Zion, the other one's Kadarva Mire. Yeah, and essentially, there those are all actual like content level one hundred plus mobs. So that was that like that's how I originally interpreted that. Basically, they were lifting the level cap, so you could actually fight mobs that were actual, that
0: were genuine level one hundred plus. Yeah, without having issues. And you know, now that I think about it too. <clears throat> uh, I mean, 75's not the cap anymore, and 99's not the cap anymore, because uh, item level's 119. So, and obviously they're not going to change the missions, but what would be the harm in bringing campaign battle back via um, just scrapping the low-level campaign as it is, and just making it item-level campaign? just like like upping upping i mean it, it would take a little work but you could just take everything there raise the item level and stats like they have a million times and just add some new rewards to the what are you scratching fucking not nah, me i don't know just, just <laughs> i just i just heard i don't know i just heard like scratching as i'm trying to go i'm like Arr. but no they could just add new cuz back in the day like the the cobra unit items and stuff that were rewarded the iron ram gear was actual good armor for higher level players or just leveling players was lower items, too. Uh, they could just add that as, a, as an update to like add some content to the game that already exists that no one does campaign anymore. Uh, they could make it like a higher level 99 kind of battle, which would be fun. I mean, just, you just need a good enough carrot on a stick to basically get players to do it.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: just put something in there that's interesting, and uh, pe- people will do it. What was the rabbit hole I, I went down recently? I think it was when uh when Decar, who joined the Discord a few weeks back, he, he like, shout out to decar for uh for uh, continuing the uh, resistance testing on the uh, resistance thread in auction house. but yeah I, inv- I invited him to the discord and uh <clears throat> when he was doing the resistance testing and I, and I think I went on the JP wiki to basically look up the uh re- like look up resist curse gear, I want to say. And I forgot that, like, there was that they actually released resist, resist curse gear, but it was all
0: from campaign battle. And I was like, "Oh, I forgot how this even existed!" <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I mean, because there's plenty of infrastructure in the past that DK could really use and and just update.
1: Oh, definitely. It it would just be really interesting to to, to see what would happen now at like at one nineteen. Which let's let's be honest, it's really not one nineteen. It's like one twenty six at this point it's just displayed as 119
0: i know they're more fond of keeping things controlled with instances and stuff like that that they can just like with the surge walk of echoes it was just they took the same flight and just added the stats and bumped stuff up it was all controlled there were no extra factors like buildings to attack and stuff like that but it would be it'd be interesting if they could they it out they, they probably won't ever i will never get my hopes up but it'd be nice if they could update that it'd be very fun
1: oh definitely definitely but then even just going from the Adelin era to going into basically Esha, which I can't remember the exact timeline for that. But just I remember it coming out not that long, not that long after after Adolin. And just yeah. even still, people were still playing and just it'll be like, hey, I'm I'm going to go do this, uh, this tier one or this tier two. Or you would need, you know, a full party of people to do a tier three because that was because they were actually that hard at the time. And it was just like, <laughs> and again, it was just like, I, I, I at least for me personally, like I was carrying, I want to say 12 jobs worth of gear on my character at any, at any given time. So I could just switch jobs and pull the gear out and then go do stuff. So that just kind of expanded my, my experience personally. It was like, I actually got to do other things besides just, oh, let me do a DPS on this day and let me heal on this day. I could tank on this day. And I think this is when I was actually playing Paladin mainly on, on Brahms.
0: <clears throat> Quit rubbing your mic cord. But, yeah, it was May 2015 that Esha uh, Zeta came out. At least the wiki page was made then, so. <laughs> and there was okay. a clear shift to going into, you know, going from the rich Adolin content, which was only a couple years old at that point, but uh, into the, you know, more down and dirty, here's a mob, here's gear, do this. You know, it was there was nothing to <laughs> it whatsoever, you know. I mean, Rhapsody's a vain of deal is a thing, but it feels, I've not done any of the Voracious Resurgence. I'm hoping it's much more, for how many they've made, it has to be meatier than, than Rhapsody's, right? Have you done it?
1: Um, I have been keeping up with it. I've been doing it every, you know, month, two months. 30. I mean, they basically have, they have a schedule. I mean, the pattern at least that I'm seeing is that essentially they do two months worth of missions, which is usually two, like two missions per month. And so they'll do two months of, of mission updates and then they'll take the third month off. And I guess they use that time specifically to work on the next two missions. So effectively is to do, do two months and then take a month off, do another two months, take another month off. Um right now the storyline I'm not going to, you know, go around spoiling it, but essentially they're kind of hinting at what is going to be who, I should say, who is going to be, you know, the next uh big bad for 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 that for the storyline, but it could also be a misdirect at
0: the same time. And so they're not I even mean, really deep into it and we only have 7 months till the 20th anniversary, so I mean, I think they're going to start going a lot
1: they' They're gonna go balls deep pretty soon, I think, because they've been doing it two missions per month, and the last update was three, so they may actually start
0: ramping it up in terms of missions just to kind of add more meat to it, so to speak but as of right now it's it's not too much different in in how full it feels compared to like uh, rhapsodies, right. I'd I'd say so, yeah. Okay, so that's Dude, promising. I, I, I really they do have like start.
1: I do I do like the storyline, though. It's 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 pretty cool. It's it's genuinely pretty cool. That's a good start.
0: Yeah, I I don't want to for how long they're taking to do it. I want to do it fresh. I want to have, you know, perhaps you know, you never know what's going to happen. This could be perhaps the last time that I get to have this sort of adventure and excitement again. You know, I don't think we'll get another storyline. I mean, we've always said that, like, oh, uh, you know.
2: <laughs> I would think we're going to
0: get something else at this point. I think that was it. And then Adeline comes along and it's like, well, that's clearly the last thing we're getting. And then Rhapsody's comes along, and Esha comes, you know, and like, oh, well, we're not getting anything besides that. And now, you know, Voracious Resurgence is here. It's like, okay, this is the last one, guys. So, we can't say that it's never happening, because if we keep playing, inevitably something will come. They can make another add-on for all matters. And while I do think that uh, Crystalline Prophecy <laughs> was pure ass, uh, I'd still rather have that than nothing. So...
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the idea of the add-on uh, missions where they didn't have to actually add any new zones. They just had to basically come up with a reasonable story that happens within the current day Vanadeel and go, well, go do this thing.
0: <laughs> I did like having a reason to go to the Inner Horror Tour Ruins, though, even though that was Shantoto. <laughs> that was, you know, that's 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 a good zone that was underutilized. It's a a wide, expansive zone in terms of tunnels and different entrances and stuff like that. So, oh, definitely. <clears throat> and of course, uh, that's where you got onions from Goblin Thugs.
1: <laughs> I was actually farming those maybe a month or two ago for uh, I forget which which the which of the new recipes was it. I think it was the attack food. It gives the. Uh, I think it was Popolo con queso. I think that uses the the the, the onions.
0: Yes, it needs onions and it needs the stupid, uh, dance shrooms. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm. no sorry, oh, go no. On. I didn't. I thought you were. I thought you were just making them, so you had to. No, I didn't mean to cut you no. off. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, it'd be really interesting because now I'm thinking of Desmodont, the bat lottery spawn. That's part of a part of a trial in there. But it used to be useful back in the day when there were very few options for uh, pet cape. I think it's like pet store TP, and it's a low level. They're not, you know, there were no options for a long time. But what would be interesting too is if they just there was a point in 2008 where they added just all these NMs everywhere. Some were time spawn, some were lottery spawn, some had absolute shit drop rates and they just had gear <laughs> attached to though i think it would be interesting if they just added time spawns like like cuz lottery is annoying just add like 1 2 hour time spawn and give it like a pretty unique but not powerful item that someone would want like the carrier sash is an example they could take that item and just not that i don't think we have to worry about legion needing something of value still because people didn't care about it before so you know just take the carrier <laughs> sash just update it to, like, a 99-ish kind of thing. Because I think it's 97 for Carrier Sash. Maybe, like, a 99 item. Yep. Yeah. So just take that and make it, like, a modern item. Just minor changes to it. Just very little bit. And put, it like, some time spawn NM Somewhere random in the world that people don't go. And we'll go watch people fight over a one, two-hour time spawn. And eventually, everyone gets their item and it fizzles out. But people will occasionally still go battle over it at different times. And it would just be nice to have that again in some, some limited capacity. Without making it, like camp all day for item kind of thing or everyone monopolizes it kind of thing
1: Well, we don't exactly have the same uh time that that that, that we used to when we were younger at least or at least i i know i don't so i i I don't have uh six seven hours a day to just be like yeah i'm I'm gonna you know not study for my class and just you know go camp this in them
0: I'm going to not take care of my children so I can go camp, you know, the uh, all-dwarfs earring or whatever from the one fly trap for the eight agility pair.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. Holler at your boy.
0: Oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh, boy. Next thing we're going to get some Missy Elliott quotes in here or something. Oh, no. So... What stands out to you in terms of like, what's your favorite zone? What's your favorite uh mission line or quest line? Things like that. Favorite NPCs. Do you have anything like that you have stories of that you liked or enjoyed that you could you know go into?
1: I mean the 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 most. <clears throat> I'll say that the probably the most used answer is is usually well my answer is probably the most it's probably the most gone to answer in terms of favorite zone and it's sanctuary of Zeta. I mean I remember stepping in stepping foot in there in the first the fir- the very first time it was just like whoa this place is really cool and I really like this music, but I'm going to actually say that uh, a a dewa subterrane because that place was just phenomenal you yes. know like. It it's just all these subterranean tunnels and I know that it's, you know, a partially a, a rehash of like crawler's nest, but just just the sheer vastness of it and just you could just run around there for hours and just at at least at seventy five cap, it was actually dangerous to be down there. Oh, it and was.
0: Chico's how especially. many
1: people how many people actually, you know, ran around with, you know, sneak oil and prison powder or actually sub Red Mage in order to um you know, cast sneaking invisible on themselves and would just go exploring. Like I I was one of those people that actually did go to zones just to explore them. And I mean I would find the little ruins here and there and we'd be like, wow. Like 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 the like the blue mage pond for the blue mage uh quest uh AF quest, I wanna say. Or it's it where you unlock it. It's where you unlock it. Yeah the yeah where you unlock it. And like that's there. And then you have uh additional ruins in two separate places I wanna say. One has like just a set of stairs, and I know it's involved in some kind of quest, but I never actually did. And it's just, the place is really fun. Like, like you have those spiders that, 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 that drop down from the yeah, ceiling. Yeah, you
0: and... do. <laughs> it, the attention to detail they put into certain things in this game. You had that as well in um, Eldin Necropolis. The brazers have, like, uh, besides the little smoke animations or whatever, there's, like, I think there's, like, spider webs and some other random stuff, and Like the little bones in the ground and stuff. They they put a lot of attention to detail into it. It gets overlooked because of, you know, games not pretty. But they put a lot of attention to detail in there.
1: I mean, back in 2005, it looked really good.
0: (laughs) It did. And it looked, honestly, to me, it still looks good because we live in an era now where we got so obsessed with graphics and then went backwards like Undertale and Minecraft and all the other things that are popular that are not super graphic anymore. So it's no longer about graphics anymore like it used to be. Oh, definitely. So uh, XI is a sweet spot in that capacity. Could there be certain things that are a little you know, without changing the way it looks that made it a little uh, smoother in terms of maybe shading or draw distance stuff? Like you know, yeah, of course that could always be better. But the, the, the how the game looks at its core essence is will be timelessly solid.
1: Definitely, like just just being able to appreciate the work that they did put in when they had you know the actual staff and the actual people to do it is just. It's still, it's still nice. It's, it's. I can appreciate like, oh, well I walked into this zone, and oh, well, like I, I remember the first time I saw a spider drop from the ceiling in um, in a D-West subterranean, and I thought it was gonna attack me. <laughs> I really thought it was gonna. Ta- and then when I approached it, it, was like, oh, it goes up and down depending on your, uh, on your distance. I can remember going through quicksand caves for like the, uh, I think, I forget which job it was. I was doing the AF. Uh, I was doing I was doing my AF, and I was and I was searching for a chest. And I mean, you you know how large quicksand caves are, and just like how many different partitions of the zone there are. Yes. And just you're running around, and, and it's like. And I think this was like the first time I was actually going through there trying to just figure my way around. And I don't think I had maps, so I was just doing it. Just I was just going a raw dog, like like I'm 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 gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. <laughs> And I think I, I walked into a sand pit, for like, the first time, and I was oh, like... Oh, you fell. <laughs> I fell through. But, I mean, even before that, I, 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 was talking, I was talking to my link shell, and I was just going, I'm afraid to go down the sand pit. And someone just finally said, like,
0: it's not Prince of Persia. You won't die. Just go. <laughs> that was um, for the Sandy mission. I remember looking up a map of how I'm like, how do I get where I have to go? Because you go to Quicksand Caves, and the Sandy mission quest line... For the first time you're like, I've never been there. What is this place? You know? And <laughs> dude, that sand pits part out there, but it changes maps and everything. So like I remember looking at Wikipedia of how to do that. And yeah. someone like drew like a blue line in the map or whatever and it says fall down the hole or something. And I'm like, well, it says to fall down it, because you know, like people like run around the hole and like, I don't know if I want to fall in. They like you'd get in the sand and the sand would start falling down, but you don't fall down until you get in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's but a, it was great. An underappreciated zone is quicksand caves, especially when you're doing uh, what was it? Th- ZM. I feel like it was
1: it was ZM five, yeah. And yep. you reach that uh, and you reach the room that that has the drop, and it has all the Galka uh paintings on the wall. And it's like, wow, that like this is new. I've never seen this before.
0: Yeah, and the battlefield in there. So it's cool. I mean, like if, on a surface level, like what you do in there, it's not. But if you take A look at how the zone, the parts you never go to, uh, so like behind the switch door, the fact there's a switch door in the first place to go get Savage Blade and stuff uh, back in the day, getting Darksteel ores there, or the scrolls. uh, And doing the four pillars for Savage Blade. Yeah, that's that's what I was (laughs) saying. That's what I was saying. Uh, People would keep a mule behind the door. It was such a thing. And just that, but Mm -hmm. also you had the one zone up top for ZM, you had the other zone for sometimes just camping, or you know, there was XP parties in there. There's like, there's like five different, six different zone entrances there, and it's all these different uh, ones there and stuff. There was also the they put in a different area for the was it a Mughal Kupo de Atat, the fight against the the Mithra that does King Cobra Clamp. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that would kill you back then too. But also just like the, 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 when you go to all the parts of the zone that no one goes to, it's like you there's a it's underrated because of how. It's it's disjointed is why it's it's hard to appreciate it, but when you take all the parts together, it's it's like a cool zone.
1: And then I think I was I think I was doing this was back when like at when you could only do I think six you could only do the six avatars once a day Ugh. and we were going to Titan. Ten K Gill, man, you're gonna inflate the economy. Oof. Then sparks came out. Listen, that ten K Gill went a long way back then. <laughs>
0: I remember helping people get the 10K gill, and Fenrir was like 15. You're like, let's do Fenrir. Get all the stuff into Fenrir again.
1: And then I think we took a, I think someone took a long, took a wrong turn. Like they were supposed to go right instead, but they went left, and they just, and they were like, "Well, how do I get back up?" Well, you have to exit the zone and then run back through the desert. Did you bring and escape? Come back around. <laughs> they they had already gone, and I no, we didn't have escape. I was so being facetious. We had to but yeah. Wait for them to go all the way back around through the desert, then come back to the same entrance. <laughs>
0: Sometimes oh, that man. was the worst. You'd fall down something and you just had no hope but to go back. <laughs> it was the worst sometimes. Uh Ordell's Caves would be an example there. You like run up the stairs and everything, but if you fall off the ledge or something. Then, oh yeah. Yeah, and... you just it was that was it. You gotta run all the way around maps again. You dropped <laughs> in the wrong hole by the stalagmite. Oh jeez.
1: <laughs> like I'm trying to get the stroper charm. You went down the wrong way, man. <laughs>
0: You're, like, looking at the maps, you're like, I don't know which one's A to B on map one or two, what am I doing? (laughs) Oh, jeez. So, otherwise, besides zone, because that's a good zone, if I had to pick a zone to log out in for the last time, I'd probably pick the pool there for Blue Mage, obviously, but I would definitely, my favorite zone's always been, as I said, Arapago Reef, I would definitely stop by there and sit on that boat where the Puppet First got unlocked for a bit.
1: Yeah, the first time I think I quit the game, I I logged out in in a Sanctuary of Zeta,
0: that's a nice, I mean, I wonder what the most popular place would be. Do you think it would be Zita? What would the most popular place be?
1: If they were to do like a 14 style, just like, yeah, the world is ending and everybody just picked a place. I'm pretty sure just like you're going to see like 50, 60 people just go into like Sanctuary Zita. And then you're going to see, hmm, you might see some people go to like Sky or something like that or see. I could definitely see some people going to see.
0: You know what, definitely should be high up on the list of places to log out for the last time? Heaven's Tower. Oh, wow. That's also, <laughs> that's definitely Arapago Reef be number one. I think Heaven's Tower is number two for my favorite zone. And you don't even do anything there. Just a great zone.
1: <laughs> underutilized. Oh, man. really underutilized. It's so
0: beautiful in there and the long staircase and the freaking stupid star fruits at the bottom. Oh, it's great. <laughs>
1: think Somebody's gonna go to area like I
0: remember fighting Faf near here. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of other zones people would definitely would pick. I feel like a lot of them would be uh, TOAU based. I don't feel like Wings of the Goddess would have many people logging out there for whatever reason. So maybe in um some other weird places, like maybe the chateau and the flower. You know where Garden I there. would
1: actually pick out of all the places. I would actually go to a uh, Boston Ox Albayette, like, like, you know, but beneath the uh, Chateau because it was involved in the, in the Dragoon quest.
0: You know what could also be uh, just the coolest, like, no one else is going to be here spot to go log out in? Run through the whole Obalet and just go to that ledge in East Ronfer and pick the ledge that no one could get to <laughs> unless they run through the whole frickin' place, which why would you need to? Because there's actually a quest you had to do that for, remember now. There's, like, a question mark on that ledge. You fight, like, an orc in them. There's some yep. random mm-hmm. question to run all the way. Is it a mission?
1: I think it was.
0: Yeah, it was a mission. I think. Okay, it's the sandy mission. I ran all the way to the old to the to the ledge there to fight that stupid orc.
1: <laughs> actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that was a part. Like I actually made an entire like a uh, hide and seek game when I when I when I when I had quit the first time, and it was that I basically took I basically just. Well, I, made, I created like about five or six mules and I just put them all in different spots all across the world. And the stipulation of the game was nobody can use teleports. Nobody... And you have to basically... You, if if you go somewhere, you can only get there by chocobo, basically. And I put one mule in the in the throne room. And then I put the next mule all the way in Sanctuary of Zeta. <laughs> so, so I made it an all-day event and just... Everybody had to actually travel there on foot and by Chocobo. They couldn't, they couldn't use teleports of any kind. <laughs> it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. And then somebody just for some reason was just talking in, in, in Link shell, and he was like, what do these, uh, what are these uh, lanterns do? And somebody just went, touch it because he wanted to kill him so 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 he so he get to my mule first <laughs> and he then he spawned dark spark <laughs> oh <laughs> he, he spawned dark spark and died
0: <laughs> another good place too would be um like uh, when you get certain weather i think it is in Zarkabard up to the the thro- the, the castle so of all, mm-hmm. um, like you get all the aurora borealis and like the, uh, the the little gulches, cavernous <laughs> gully things, whatever they are there. Like you get the aurora borealis, that'd be a cool place to log out or you know, it's just this is a place. But I don't know if that's special enough for people. It's just an interesting spot.
1: I could see some people going to like Mizuho's coast at the yeah. at the water at the waterfall or like yeah, oh and yeah, that
0: definitely that that'd be the easiest in the home points right there. They go to the waterfall. <laughs> That's a, the right next to it too. That I mean, it was a great COP zone, underutilized now because no one needs Swift Belt, um, Sicarium there. Um, What's Sicarium?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Sicarium. Yeah, yeah. Formina
0: Aqueducts is the one next to, next to. Tavnazzi is another good zone to log out in for the last time. That one's a nice zone.
1: Where you can actually see it in the distance on the cliff.
0: Yeah, and just I another place. Yeah, definitely on the distance in the cliff. Uh, I'm thinking the zone Tabnazia. We're talking about uh, Luffy's Meadows where you can see out to Tabnazia through the cliff. That'd be another spot people log out in. There's a lot of personal spots people have to choose between. Like I didn't think of going to the Tabnazia one, the little ledge there, that you actually have mm-hmm. to go to to complete the last COP thing when you're trying to complete ROV. So if you didn't finish COP, you have to go actually to that spot, which is funny. But that'd be another place people definitely would think of to go to. Ooh i I do have one other one, zoja where
1: it's I don't know why, but just like I really like the design of a uh, of, of zoja
0: mirrors. those those things were...
1: yeah, just just i i really like the towers for some reason, just like like the like the level cap towers in in, in, in glacier, basically just entering the zone and like just, I guess it was just because it was it, it was weirdly colored and you had all of the like transporting portals that just took you to different parts of it
0: and I loved how COP did that. When you look at uh Diabolus's uh, the purple and red auras coming through the stuff you have to, like walk into his own and the towers and like when you're doing the mission you get um you have to fight those three NMs in one go. Uh and you gotta get locked in the room and NM spawns. And that kind of got in the next room, and the NM spawns, and you know, all the while you have uh, like oh God. the, the yeah, sixteen you, rooms. Yeah, you go through all the rooms, and but you just, it was a fifty-fifty chance of, of, of an NM popping. Yeah, all the while you have like uh, those weird glass rotating things in the wall that like that are like they're like something like Final Fantasy X in like one of like uh, one of the uh, the trials there or something. It's just like cloister of the faith, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like that. It's like like that. They're, they're like rotating the walls and flashing and making like noises and stuff. And it's like the like, like the way they made that zone feel very, um, sort of supernatural. It felt otherworldly to yes, me. Yes, yes. Like Diabolus was otherworldly, and like this is his domain, and like you were fighting against like an abstract emptiness. And the way they made it feel supernatural, and how those zones were so cool because it was like this uh, darkly otherworldly. Like, you're not just fighting a normal enemy like the Shadow Lord. You're fighting, like, this this entity now. And it's just the way they made those feel, the, the feel of those zones is different from anything else. That's like that's a very interesting way they did that.
1: <laughs> Ooh, Babiki Bay.
0: That's not a bad one, either. I definitely could see someone riding that boat to Porego Porto Isle or just on the boat in general and just going up. Oh, the Isle's nice. Oh, definitely.
1: If only the boat trip wasn't, like, 20 minutes long. <laughs>
0: Not as bad as the fucking barge in Carpenter's Landing,
1: oh God, <laughs> with the one nm that's supposed to be super rare <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, it does nothing that anyone needs. There's so many vast zones in this game when we talk about it like you think about how they, everyone knows this game's big but to talk about it like, oh in this, oh, in this, it's like because it's so fucking big that you know I can't get tired of it like I, I I have a spot picked out for when I finally work on the Blue Mage Guide again, and I want to get. Uh, Carrot and I want to go to one spot that when I take it, it's going to be like, oh, of course it's that spot, but it hasn't been mentioned in this conversational either. Uh, I'm like, I oh, know I'm going to take the next picture for the, the header when I finally work on the Blue Mage Guide sometime 2025. <laughs> <laughs> A very long time ago. Run up on you like CJ from San Andreas. <laughs> Holler at your boy. Uh, it's so bad. Uh, so, what else? Because, I mean, we've been, for anyone who doesn't know, we're, this is not an outline. This is not talking points. We're just, we're just going. Well, to uh, preempt the simping episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold, hold on, sorry. Before we do that, uh, we have a message from our sponsors here. Uh-oh. This weekend, Deal is sponsored by Monaset. When it's time to upgrade those ancient moth-eaten rags, stop on by to see Set. Ancient rags no more, but remember things that time, so only ask once. Ancient rags no more, but remember things that time, so only ask once. What the fuck, Zon?
2: <laughs> oh, oh, no.
0: oh, he oh, says right here remember, I changed my name in Discord from Spicy to 72 Pinto Hashback. So it says, remember, at 72 Pinto Hashback will read anything, so fuck you Vanadil. (laughs) Oh, he got me. That is the first that we have had Monaset turn against us here. (laughs) Thanks for bringing the requested items. Thanks for making the requested ads on. So you can do that. Fucking snootiest NPC in this game next to Najah is fucking Monaset. Bitch.
1: I don't know. I think the uh, I think the uh, almond trader at a uh, at uh, Southern Sandioria by the by HP one that uh, the that almond your...
0: trader by HP one. What is it? who is that?
1: The person that upgrades uh, your your Unity gear.
0: Oh oh and te- oh! And tells oh. you to choke on it. I thought you said almond <laughs> trader like nuts. <laughs> the Unity ch- NPC trader. Why what? what? Yeah, they are very they're very snooty. She's like. With- Take this.
1: I hope you choke on it.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, You're right. This is, she's directly snooty, like Monoset's passive-aggressive snooty, which is to me worse than being directly snooty. <laughs> you can't believe the imbeciles that have, that fail to bring me the correct items. <laughs> uh, that's 72 Pinto Hatchback or read anything, so fuck you, Vonadil. <laughs> uh, Got him! Holler at your boy! Oh no. Oh. Do you have a favorite creature in this oh. game? Uh, uh if, if you don't, don't you don't have to. I don't. <laughs> I think I like like the perogos. I think they're cool. Cuz they go lick. <laughs> perogos go lick. <laughs> oh, oh, the memes they've returned. Perogos go lick. Haha, Spicy says perogos go lick.
1: I mean speaking of memes, uh I was the one that pointed out to uh, Martel that uh,
0: Nibiru Fosser ha- has the Aquavale plus one on it. <laughs> wow. And then once he sees it, he can't unsee it.
1: Because <laughs> I carried in my inventory for, for lock style, so I was like,
0: there is an wow. item that has Aquavale on it. Yeah, because he said confused. there wasn't. Which, I mean, all you to do is go to Auction House, of course, to the Advanced Search and type in Aquavail into the field, and it will tell you. <laughs>
1: and then all the memes <laughs> i was like well you, you you got the monkey paw you wanted something but you weren't specific
0: <laughs> oh, no. go lick. Hey, what's your favorite job now paladin no thief no rune
1: fencer rune fencer Hand
0: down yep ah holler at your boy on <laughs> i mean i have so much gear for for it. it's, it's ridiculous at this point but do you also sub Dark Knight to get more glass cannony <laughs> to have extra ability moon options moon. for
1: threat once in a blue moon I do
2: <laughs> Like it, arcana killer is nice for the counter right
1: I mean you gotta do those uh, big resolution numbers
0: oh well, yes which you know I feel you know, like sit
1: and spin reso- <laughs> sit and spin <laughs> The old Rezo
0: sit and spin. That was from me yelling at someone, right? I was saying that uh, all he did was come and sit and spin with his resolution like an idiot when we're doing one of the episodes.
1: I actually have a screenshot of my character doing resolution, like in, like in the middle of the animation, and he's literally squatting and
0: sp- he's literally squatting and spinning with a sword. Fucking Tanya Harding of uh, Dark Knights <laughs> yeah. Oh man! So Elwin may have a.
1: Um, I think because I just had, I played the job. I I unlocked the job day one, and I mean I can remember the exact number of times I had to press confirm on um, (laughs) on, on
0: undoing. I had to do it eighty-seven times. (laughs) (laughs) For those who don't know, to unlock Rune Fencer, it's a random occurrence between one and one hundred of number of times you have to press the enter key and, like, get a dialogue and say, hit it again, you know? Like, it's it's not just, like, enter, 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 you've got to wait, enter, wait, enter, wait, enter, you know?
1: And the guy who basically, oh, oh, and the NPC that, that you go to to unlock it, he, he starts criticizing you even more. Like, every 10, <laughs> like, every 10 failures, he's like, maybe you're not meant to be a rune fencer. Perhaps you need to study up on your notes again. Maybe I have the wrong I, person. <laughs> Perhaps I picked the wrong person. I remember that one. And I mean, I have, I have a number of characters, right? It's like same account. So I've unlocked it on, on all of them. And so my main character was 87 times. My second character is 63. <laughs> and the third character is uh,
0: 36. Why do you remember that? I, I... <laughs> I mean, one, yeah, 87, I'll give it to you. But remembering three... It was just it like uh, for some reason like like that specific scene just sticks with me because I have
1: really just enjoyed Rune Fencer that much. But yeah, eighty-seven times. But you didn't make the Rune Fencer
0: guide. You made the Paladin guide. Come on, man. What are you doing?
1: I mean, I mean, you you already covered Rune Fencer, so you could put your own. There's there's
0: other sets in there um, from someone else. They're getting aged at this point, so I feel like they're going to like not be there, or they're just going to kind of get buried at this point, which is fine. They'll be there. (laughs) But you can always make your own sets because they're probably different from my sets. There's, there's, Because what's so cool about tanks is, you know, we talk about tinkering on pup as the ultimate thing, but if you're interested in making sets, tanks are the ultimate tinkering jobs because there's so many options of things to move around that can be such minor gains that over time the minor gains become important, you know, in, in all aspects. And looking at all your sets and coordinating, there's so much depth to gear creation on tanks That I think exceeds anything else in this game. That's what's nifty about that. And a guide for that, you know, when you say you go down the rabbit hole, you know, you do that for like, oh, Great Thief, uh, sneak attack set, oh, trick attack set, as in weapon skill, because some (laughs) certain weapon skills, a couple pieces might edge out because of the the agility boost, so on uh, for trick attack versus decks on uh, like um, Lestradio Subligar, sneak attack bonus, the the extra decks there, but trick attack, not so much. I mean, it generally didn't shift it, but. Uh, it would definitely at this point between Naame and that would definitely be a difference in value because one doesn't have any fucking agility. Um but but, yeah, prior but, to yeah, yeah it's, prior it's to deep. like
1: Odyssey gear, I mean, and I mean, I mentioned the 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 the, the original <clears throat> excuse me the original Rune Fencer thread on, on on Auction House and just how constructive it was. Those was Prophet and scars, it was, yeah, pro, like yeah, Prophet scars like uh, thread, and it was just like. You could see all the little minute differences between everybody's sets. And I mean, we were all basically trying to basically build the best room fencer that everybody was trying to build the best room fencer that that they could with the gear that was available. And I mean, everybody had had a slightly different, you know, thought on, well, I wear this I wear this set of pants or I wear these rings. It's like. Some people want to use moonlight rings. Some people want to use, you know, the the defending ring. Some, some people might want to use the AF pants for whatever reason or, you know, the relic, well, the relic the rel- body. They used to be. I think they but still I mean, are
0: very, very good pants. If you don't have Nayame, they are the best pants you probably could use.
1: Yeah, but this is like, again, this is like, this is pre-Odyssey. So it, it was, it, was a, it felt like a different time because now it's just like, well, you can just, you know, go use, you know, not Miami body and, you know, Niami legs. And, yeah, but still you know.
0: doing that <laughs> opens up grip options and opens up yeah. more like, uh-huh. it's great because now magic sets have the most versatility for rune that they've had because you have the compensation of magic evasion and DT in spots and you don't have to pick and choose anymore. So it's, it's great to be able to build more magical sets. So when we build the best set possible on a tank, it's, I mean, no all-around set, it can probably handle everything, but when you're fighting certain things, the magic evasion or even a resistance piece here or there could be the optimal set for what you're fighting. And it's, you know, it's a lot of sets of optimal. <laughs> a lot of best-in-slot going on there. <laughs> Biz quick. <laughs> Bizz slow to make sets. It's, it's a lot of juggling things around. You always forget but yeah. something. But I mean, yeah, like
1: I, I, like I said, I'm I, I really enjoyed Rune Fencer. And I mean I've worked on the paladin guy just because I felt like like a resource was needed and just going through ten pages, twenty pages of of just of just like arguments and shit posting and well the like the small minute changes between sets just this got kind of annoying. And I was like, I'm just gonna do this. So many, many a night just sitting up in, in bed just like tap tap tap. Gotta copy paste this, gotta copy paste that but yeah definitely rune fencer is still my still my favorite job i wish it had i I, I just have so much gear for it
0: i wish it had more offensive gear because it was at a point where we're sharing a lot of offensive good other jobs but obviously it was light armor and your tank doesn't need to be getting massacred in light armor i wish that they had (laughs) kept pace with that and given it a few more options for offense because it's you know it does rather solid numbers but in a world of savage blade, all the things, uh, having great demediation is only nice for the extra well, skill chaining as well. and you know it's, it's not a there's there's other factors that go into saying what does more damage than the other. but uh, having that isn't like it used to be. Everyone just spam savage blade, but still, it'd be nice to have more offensive sets for you still drinking tea? Yep. <laughs> old tea. Uh, More offensive sets for Rune. It used to be more versatile like I thought it should be, and the SEs pulled the Blue Mage card on it.
1: Like, yeah, you've got enough gear. We're just going to... Tank only. (laughs) Tank only. (laughs) Essentially. Or hold on, you can choose Path A... I mean, that's actually what I did. Oh, to be honest, I'm I'm one of those weird outliers that just was like, I don't want a full set of uh, weapon skill damage. Like, I actually chose to, I actually intentionally chose to go path A on a. Was it path A? Yeah, path.
0: Path A's STP. I'm on my character.
1: I can actually look. Path A's (laughs) STP.
0: Well, see, rune fencer was one of the biggest determining factors in me making path B and then going full path B. Uh, because dying when you weapon skill because you want to do damage in the tank job, you need that DT geared weapon skill damage for, you know, runes or weapon skill damage kind of job outside of <laughs> sit and spin. Um, But <laughs> just, that, you know, that's the kind of stuff. And to be able to weapon skill without worrying about dying and contribute or hold hate better was like, oh, that's like the ultimate thing Rune needed because it was still using Herculean and fucking uh Lestradio plus one. Still. So, oh, definitely. So I felt it was there was no choice for Path A in my mind there, even for Rune.
1: Oh yeah, I, I split it between between Path A and Path B. So I did a I did head and body Path A, and then I did hands, legs, feet Path B. And I mean at this point, bump, the the Naomi said set is probably dirt cheap, It's
0: probably under one mil a piece. But I'm not going to change 750. it. Seven fifty. But it's <clears> it's <throat> not the cost; it's having to fight a lot of dragons.
1: Yeah, that's true, but. Even still, just it opened options, other options for different sets that, that 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 I wanted to make. Like one of them was, and I know this isn't going to be like the the greatest thing ever, but I had made a uh D T slash resist all set, because I at least have a couple pieces of the vault set from Juno. Yeah. So I started adding that in. And it just, while I don't get to use it as often as I would want to, it's something that I still look at and I go. Yeah, I like this idea, and if I could get more vault pieces from Juno, hint hint. But <laughs> <Zom>. um, <laughs> if I could get more vault pieces from Juno, I could actually expand that to other jobs. You, you, you know,
0: I like so just I like getting vault pieces as Steve just trioing as a item of content, fighting divergence with you know two people in a mule singing songs or rolling rolls or something. Uh, I like doing that. That was fun, and that's how I got pieces of vault gear. So. I but like, I shouldn't.
1: I I shouldn't complain though because I have like four out of twenty. I think right now. Oh, I, I thought you just wanted some, that which one. Which is more than Juno set. Oh no, I I want basically from all the sets. Oh, you're a collector. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I am. <laughs> okay. Because you're talking about resist gear, and uh, it's cool to have that resist gear because it's just you know it has magic evasion on it already, so being able to keep your Magic Evasion up without taking too much of a hit. You know, there's no DT and no Defend, and nothing useful otherwise, but having the Magic Evasion with Resist is, uh, depending on the NM you're fighting, could be definitely a set people would absolutely want to have. They'd get by without it, but it would make life a lot better. Oh yeah, definitely. Something with, like, (laughs) Paralyze, like, uh, fighting, maybe, like, something with Fulmination if they make something difficult again, or just fighting Ongo in general if you're... I mean, the spell's a problem, but if you were... I mean, it's not really because he just is paralyzed. Like, it has to be something that does more debuffs, like some sort of morble NM. You know, something, something that you know. There's there's annoying debuffs of getting hit with like n slow or something. I mean, dumb. But
1: <laughs> is there a resist all page? I may have to. I may have to. I may no, have to work on that later.
0: I don't believe there is. There, there's probably just a resist page.
1: Yeah, I'll. I'm. I may make up. I may uh, work on that later. Cause, like I said before, like, decar just having done the extra work and, you know, even saying extra work, just putting in the work of actually checking, like, how many different stats, statuses does it actually resist? And it's like, whoa, he actually has a really potent resist all set, like, resist all set, and it's like, whoa,
0: I didn't even think of using this. We have to track down Fwom here, because I put the resist page in. He was last editing July 2021. It's now early October here. <laughs> uh, and it says uh, resist, and it says the bottom resist all, and it says to be added at a latter date. Hmm, okay. Yeah, and that's obviously, I don't know, I gotta track this guy down then. I forgot that he was working on that. <laughs> that was over the BG forums, too. I don't know if I can track this fucker down. He posted the BG <laughs> forums for this. Who does that? Which I love it, but still. <laughs> So actually that, that that I have a question. So how's the new subreddit going? Oh, did I not mention that? I said that we had the recruiting yeah. thread. Yeah. It's going well. But... Uh I've mentioned it 3 days in a row now, so at different times now, it keeps getting better. Um <laughs> it's good. As I said we're also going to going to put that on the main page of BG and it should really take off. And then uh I think it's a good place and we're just building up the infrastructure. You know the right flair, the right tags, that anything else, and making asking for suggestions. And there's the the poll there is closing. By the time this is out, it will be long closed. It's closing in three days from now, so this won't be out for you know two um, three weeks from now. So uh, a just, very long time ago, you know, <laughs> <laughs> ran for city council. You probably never heard about him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um yeah just you know to decide ultimately the rules and what we don't want to allow so like no don't ask what you should multi-box just don't ever fucking ask it that thread's getting deleted don't ask it uh but you know <laughs> kind to of curtail certain things and build the right you know infrastructure for we don't want random question threads because then people can't find the stuff which is the same reason bg got rid of theirs see good ideas never die uh <laughs> and just instead of the link show recruiting thread that'll change monthly because you don't need to find that in the future and, uh, and then deciding on certain rules, like, do we want to allow this? Is this really... And you get people saying to include people or not to disenfranchise people or discourage them from being part of it. But then uh, you get the same time Graham goes, uh, if these people are discouraged by not having to put thought into their post, do we really want these people here? And it's like, yeah. So there's, like, there's back and forth. It's just kind of like writing the Constitution. You hash it out. So... Yeah, Um I'm I'm I'm
1: very I'm I'm very like I, I always find that like subject touchy in, ter- in terms of like how you're cultivating a community is like you want to be welcoming but at the same time you don't want to drive people
0: away. Have to be standards. And did you saw of course the the nonsense that happened? I mentioned it before when the Fox episode, which would be before this, two episodes before this one, about the the mod coming in and started shitposting. was that not great? <laughs> that was hilarious. I can't I can't believe we're like. Like seven, like six unique threads in, and we already have you know a massive like sixty page, sixty post thread going on already. It's like okay, for are only having oh, fifty five members.
1: Listen, uh, guys, I, I I I know you're uh, you're banned from the from the other Reddit, but yeah. you know <laughs> my, I have to check my email. So <laughs> don't, don't 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 mention us anymore. I don't want to check my
0: email. <laughs> uh, it's like when. Chappelle walks into the internet for the first time. Stop with all the pop-ups! <laughs> oh no, I'm. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> if the internet was a real place, do you want to watch me fuck a goat? <laughs> but I, I think we're we're reaching the tail end of this episode in, in certain regards. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> That's, when you Game get to the point about fucking blouses. goats, you've you've reached a point. Game blouses. <laughs> and uh, you know, true to his word, that fucking made pancakes, man.
1: <laughs> I like that there was an interview matter of fact. I, I know this is, I know this is off topic. It's fine it was, uh, it was uh, someone was being interviewed, and they were like, I went to Prince's house. And the rumors were true. He made pancakes.
0: (laughs) It's just great. Dude, it's like me and I make pancakes. I make waffles too. It's like going to my house. You're just going to make you waffles. You're going to sit and have waffles with me, man. (laughs) I make more waffles than like the whole neighborhood.
2: I got, I picked up
0: for the first time, I picked up bourbon barrel aged maple syrup, which I'd never had. And I just put them on waffles this morning. So I'm like, let's try this. I just put different shit on waffles. It doesn't have the actual bourbon in it? <laughs> it was a bit of a disappointment. I, I uh, I'd be happy if it did because I don't like bourbon, but when bourbon's mixed in like like pecan pie or sauces and stuff, then it's really good. No, well, that makes sense. Yeah, it, it's a very good ingredient. It adds a certain uh, oomph uh, je ne sais quoi. Oh man. But otherwise, I, it. I forgot where I was gonna go with this, of course, because we got into this this rabbit hole. But um is there anything else of your story that you want to tell before... Oh, I was going to say, I got it. We were before we got the Reddit, Carrot was looking at the request Reddit since I was, of course, multiple people, not myself, were turned down for ownership over the empty Final Fantasy XI official subreddit that's empty with no mods banned, no posts, and uh, was turned down. But she posted today, someone was requesting ownership over refrigerator porn. And she said, why, <laughs> why would you ever want control over this when you could have control over refrigerator porn? And yes, she, she wow. gets it. She gets it. Wow. Yeah, refrigerator porn. So now that's, that's actually the topic in the Discord right now before we started tonight with refrigerator porn. Someone posted something with a bunch of Ken dolls in a refrigerator. What is this? Whoa. Yeah, I, you know, there's a lot, a lot of things you could say about refrigerator porn.
1: Apparently. Yeah, and there's
0: speculation if it was like, is it like earth porn where it's pretty earth pictures or is it like just refrigerator pictures or is it like some weird stuff's happening with the fridge? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but. The guy said he wants to make it into a refrigerator appreciation thread. And I don't know what activities people engage in in their free time. However.
1: So why is that hole in the side of your fridge, bro? uh, What happened (laughs) to the coolant,
0: sir? got hot in here (laughs) i'm gonna put you into frost mode baby (laughs) oh my i'm done you need a little bit of lubricant for your joints um get that motor running smoothly love the way you purr i didn't know we go this deep with this one But, uh, you know, uh, it says a lot about someone when their first thought in life is, that's a good looking fridge I do think, so myself. Hey baby, you look really good with a few magnets over your chest. I'm going to put my to-do list on you. (laughs) It's
2: terrible. It's terrible.
0: The pun danger. Shout out to Eric's. He's not on Baham and he's on Shiva, but hey i'm gonna put my to-do list on you i think is the greatest refrigerator pun for fucking a fridge you know for refrigerators i'm sure a certain number of people are killed every year from a fridge falling on them but you know it's not that the best way to go out a big strong hunkin refrigerator all of its attractive force being the last thing you see before your eyes close your ultimate log off is not in the subterrain but inside the ice tray I asked for
1: crushed ice.
0: You're crushing me, ice. But now, is there anything else to your story Your story that you want to tell? So I'll just make this. So to preempt the, the simping episode. Oh, geez. You, you, are we going back to Cecil? You seem to have some interest in simping. Oh, there's a story you're getting at. Sorry.
1: Yeah, just just a real quick anecdote, I guess, and just you know, I, I was I was co-running a, a link show uh, many years ago, and just somebody transferred over to to, to our server, as, as you do, as you and, do. I
0: was thinking it, you did it. it's good.
1: <laughs> and they started, uh, you know, talking with the other leader of 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 the of the shell, and I mean, this is a social shell that that just happened to do events and they started doing more and more activities with them and getting more and more items for them and as time went by they started being this person started being more toxic to the members of, of the Link Show at which point it was like uh, you know what it's about time you get kicked <laughs> so that that's that's just that's 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 the short version the short version is feet
0: pictures yeah feet, uh, feet pictures Do you need it? Reward? And then that's how you get there, huh? Yep. Wow. You know, (laughs) just when you think that you've heard all the stories, you would not think that feet pictures would invade your link shell. And, uh, you know, the more you know.
1: (laughs) More you know.
0: But on that note, I appreciate you stopping by, Brahms. It was a joy. It was fun. Uh Sans the early technical difficulties probably go ahead and try and edit and smooth out. Maybe no people hear nothing. But thank you for taking my time up. Um no, it's good. Uh but thank you for coming on coming on and doing this filler, not filler, good episode, depending on how you you look at it or enjoy it. Had its moments. It was a fun time, thank you.
1: I appreciate you uh having me on. I mean it only took me eight months to get to get on here, but cool. And uh, it only took me about thirty minutes to get on after doing segments. You so. are, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a quick segment.
0: <laughs> you are the only person so far, I think, that Fox has turned down to come on the show. <laughs> Who has then made it on the show because Fox is not here to say no. <laughs> I think it worked out, you know. Besides, you know, some some audio stuff, you know, you 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 you're able to hang. Oh, uh,
1: I I feel like I I almost forgot how to hang at uh, due to COVID, but you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as you do, as you do. So, anything to plug? Because I'm gonna say it. Email us. uh Join the WTF and Vonadil link shell on a server server if you can get on. Ha ha ha. <laughs> uh, or yeah, we're in, we're in the exclusive club now. You guys are on Baja, and people can join you. People can't join us. We're exclusive now. We're we're something now. We've instantly become cool overnight.
1: Well, again, shout out to the Link shell Reverie and uh. If you feel like uh, adding stuff to to the palette wiki, feel free, and just uh, just don't add
0: stupid stuff, because I will take it off. And um, that's it. That's my. Or, or it. I will. It depends how stupid it is. But uh, you're the ultimate judge for palette, and <laughs> I'll trust you to to self police some of that. If it's garbage, then yeah, don't let it on. But other people are welcome to make sets. There are multiple sets in the Rune Guide, and uh, there yeah. are multiple sets in other guides. People have worked on together, just making sets. Someone just dovetails in, just pops in, boop, adds one in. So yeah, if anyone wants to edit the wiki or is confused, they can always reach out to us, join the Discord, and definitely it's a place Funk and I are there, you can always talk to us, I'll, I am, I'm the reason that the guides are there, I, I have an obligation to help people to continue the guides to exist as a way of solving the problems of Auction House and other things in the past, that's the solution. I think it, uh, pros and cons, but I think overall it's a more of a pro, so people need to, you know, collaborate, so that's the thing, to continue to have people to have those guides, Or just maybe you hate people having guys because you get Clint Beastwood sending you shit, and uh, fuck you, Clint Beastwood. So. I have an idea. No. Uh, So, you know, that was good, and do you want to get the send-off here, Zahn? Zahn. Oh, wow. Wow.
2: Wow.
0: (laughs) Holler at your boy. Do you want to get the send-off here, Brahms? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll send it off. See you guys.